Hey everyone, this is Kevin from the Searcher Podcast, and I'd love to be the first to welcome you to Cinema Crusades. This is a bit of an offhanded episode, a segment wherein me and Ben discuss the films we've recently seen, other flicks that we love, we laugh, we chill, and sometimes rant. But this is the first of a few episodes like this that we plan on doing to keep ourselves limber and not necessarily focus on reviewing a specific movie and talk about its substance and magnificence or lack thereof. And so, ladies and gentlemen, we present to you Cinema Crusades Part 1. episode we're just going to kind of go through re- recently watched stuff what we're anticipating watching or yeah. what we're going to bring that up yeah <laughs> what what we're waiting on you know f- yeah physical media wise like we have there's some stuff at the end of the year this year coming out that's going to be um uh, pretty well for one I, I know dragons forever you and i are both like what the hell is supposed to be released we, a month ago but yeah i know and then they pushed they pushed the release pushed to it, but, when december no, I Sometime think it's I think it's the 29th of uh <sighs> but, damn it. <laughs> but yeah, um, let me uh damn, oh, man. I, I can verify that. I got I, I got two more 88 films uh both Jackie films to get. I can't wait for those to get released or yeah, they they're going to get released next month, but um I could have sure. pre-ordered them already, but I'm going to wait on those. I'm not sure if I'm going to buy Gorgeous. I pro- uh, I got to look at the extras, <laughs> but if the, oh. if the extras are looking pretty good, I'll probably pick it up because it's. Again, I thought I sold it to you last time. <laughs> yeah, I probably I probably will get it just because. Yeah. Eighty eight films. Hey, have you? Do you own any of their stuff yet? No, not yet. I mean, They're... Dragons Forever will be the the first one, the very first one that I'll yeah. own. So, so if yeah. you look at all their stuff that they release in the past two years, that I have I've never listened to one of their commentaries. I've heard mixed reviews on the on their people that. The people that they have on the commentaries but like extra wise uh-huh. they have like they have stuff from the vaults from like 20 to 30 years ago interviews like that you're never going to see anywhere else so i, I think they're worth mm. getting just almost for that and oh you're gonna have the movie forever so yeah oh yeah <laughs> well, i can't wait for that honestly actually i mean let yeah. me sorry what were you saying Oh no no! I mean, like, I, yeah, I, I can't wait for that. I mean, I've only seen Dragons Forever once. And, uh, okay, um, I've seen it three times, but it's, you've seen uh, it three times. Yeah, see, that, that, that's one Jackie movie that I haven't seen multiple times. So you know, I mean, I saw it uh, somewhere online in 2019, and then oh my gosh, then, like, yeah, I know it's been a long time. No, right? Can you believe they that? pushed it again. <laughs> Wait, what? They pushed it to January 10th. What the hell? You gotta is be going- kidding me. Nope. You gotta be kidding me. What is. Hang on, hang on. Let me look at this. I'm not lying, man. Well, ah, I'm, 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 I'm kind of glad I didn't pre order it because this is. This is not, it's not making me mad, but something no. must be happening with this 
with either like the artwork or the discs are bad or I don't know why they keep pushing it. It's weird. Oh my gosh. Hopefully, uh, hopefully that it, it doesn't. Uh, I see it. January 10th release date, January 10th. Oh my gosh. You gotta be kidding me with this, but they, they, they haven't pushed the police story three. So it must be something with the dragons forever, uh, pressing for on those discs. I, I, I guess so. Yeah. Oh, I guess so. another thing they're coming yeah. out with a, box set i don't know if this is interest you but it's coming out in early 2023 it says mm-hmm. um, what is it for did, did you show they're, they're uh, releasing yes madam royal warriors in the line of duty three and in the line of oh, duty four that's box, the one that you, that's, 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 yeah yeah that's what you said that's that's the link that you sent me so uh, yeah for for me I, I do yeah. i do have it saved and i want i do what i would like to get it yeah so on that box set uh, depending on how much it is, if it's less than seventy, I'm picking it up immediately. Because less than seventy, yeah, four, four, for sure. <laughs> four movies, and they're gonna probably have a crap ton of extras that are worth it. Um, but it's <laughs> Michelle Yeoh, um, uh-huh. Cynthia Khan, who might not be as much, as well known to most people. Cynthia Rockrock, well Cynthia Rothrock, yeah. which a lot of people probably know who. Yeah, know, very big in the uh, kung fu, the kung fu cult. Do, Donnie Donnie Yen's in, in the line of duty four. So a young a young Donnie Yen. Huh? <laughs> yeah, he's super young. Um, he's super probably super like young, right? Twenty one, twenty two. I would I would guess off the top of my head. I mean, because he's still making movies Jeez. now. Yeah, he's going to be the new John Wick Four against uh, Keanu. So, (laughs) yeah, he is. It's the uh, it's in the trailer. You actually see them face off, and you get a little tease of that. So, okay, so yeah, it was twenty twenty three, no, thirty three years ago. Then that movie uh came out. So, Uh if I can pull up his age, which I cannot. Oh, sixty three. So yeah, he's yeah. 20 he's my, very... he's he's one year younger than my mom so he's exactly 60 next year oh wow well would you look at that <laughs> yeah i mean still making movies i mean he's doing a little bit better he, than, than jackie he looks and actually is he, he he doesn't even look like he does not look his age sorry for he the looks story, like but he does not look his age at all even the way he moves yeah, he's like 50 very much he looks like 50 48 to like 53 not 60 he looks yeah, pretty damn good yeah yeah, yeah, he's he still in really de- good shape. Def- definitely works out a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I think, uh, well, yeah, I think he's a lot more fit than Jackie is nowadays. But the only reason for that is because Jackie's injured himself so much that he can't really do as much as he used to. So, um, <laughs> I think, uh, I think if Jackie had been, uh, had been, had not injured himself so much on every single film that he's worked on he'd probably be at donnie yen's um caliber at the yeah, moment i mean he definitely yeah. uh, there's a reason he's more well known than uh yeah there's a reason more well, yeah exactly than, than all the other than donnie yen yeah or the, any well other he just he just did all all the 80s stuff is just peak i mean again we've talked about this already so not to spend too much yeah, time yeah. but oh no yeah but course. he he took the risk and it paid off it made him a superstar and now he's paying it's like NFL football players. They 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 make all the money, they're famous, and then they they're paying they're paying the piper for twenty years afterwards. I mean, it just is what it is. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what I, I think Jackie's got a few films uh coming up too, but I, I don't I don't think they're really, you know they're not the same as they were before, of course. They're mainly just him. I, I think it's just some they're more so comedies in terms of action um they're 
but he, you know, like he doesn't really do much anymore. It's I think he's he's solely focused on his fan club and his charities and whatever else. Uh, I mean, he's getting old. He's going to be seventy in two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's almost there. He doesn't look. He doesn't, he doesn't look. He doesn't <laughs> look. He doesn't look seventy. He looks pretty good. No, no, no. He doesn't. He doesn't. He, doesn't, he still looks pretty good for his age. Yeah. But, um, you know, he's at the point where we're never going to get a Rush Hour 4 or a Shanghai Noon 3 or Yeah, whatever. I mean, at this Those point. Those aren't going to happen. No. 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 But yeah, we can go on uh, talking about Jackie all day. But I mean, uh, just in light of uh, the Dragons Forever delay. Jeez. Uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's going to come out. It's just maybe they're re- yeah. Whatever they're reprinting all the yeah, discs. it's okay. It's, I, I, it's okay. I, I have I'm plenty still... of stuff. Yeah, I got plenty of stuff. I mean, I, I, I've already, I've already got Police Story three on Blu-ray, but I mean, eighty-eight films is going to be something else, so I can't wait for that. And um, gorgeous, I haven't seen in a long time. I think I, I don't know if I told you this, but that might have been one of the first few films in which I. It was a dub. I saw the English dub. So that might have been one of the first few uh, Hong Kong films, in addition to the early Jackie, where I was sort of as a kid thrown off by the fact that the voice did not match the actor. I'm like, wait a minute, that's Jackie speaking. Come on, man, you gotta you gotta watch all those old Shaw Brothers movies and yeah, spaghetti, yeah, yeah, sp- spaghetti westerns. None of them match up. <laughs> it's so funny though. Like, even I, as a kid, I think I just grew accustomed to that kind of stuff. Even so even funny. a. Even Italian movies where the, the the language is Italian, you're watching a oh, movie, yeah. it's subtitled, the language is Italian, and you can tell it's like it, the sound does not match up with the voice. Like they just dubbed their stuff. They they didn't want to record it during production. They wanted to during, during they wanted, production. Yeah, they wanted to film it and be out as quick as possible. So exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like the, the, the same thing happened. Oh well, with, well, I'm gonna cut you off real quick. All right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. Kung fu movie or whatever, martial arts, whatever you want to call it. If you're yeah. watching it and it's your first time ever, sub or dub? If it's my first time ever, a uh, kung fu movie, it's gonna have to be subbed. Really? Like I, I, I would. Well, I, yeah, I'd, I'd rather watch the like the, the original the way it was shown in theaters with uh, subtitles. Well, That's what, fine if, by what me. if it was originally shown in America with dub? With dub? I mean, I, I agree Ooh, with you. Boy. I agree with you. Yeah. I, I think the sub usually is better. Unfortunately, you have yeah. to you have to read it while sometimes action's happening. I mean, most of the time, yeah, it's most, fine. But most that, of the time, awesome. you're not. Yeah, but, most of the time you're not. But it, it it's not it's not that bad. I mean, like well, when it comes to subtitles, I mean, I tend generally whenever I read whenever I read a book, I like to take my time and analyze everything. But when it comes to uh, subtitles, it kind of forces you to read fast and actually oh, yeah. get the information fast so it's a different experience so i don't really mind it because of because of that very fact i don't mind um a sub a subtitled uh movie but if a hong kong movie or like you know was shown in the united states uh in dubbed form only uh yeah i i still go see it I would still go see it, but I'd still make the effort to try to get to the sub version um, as quick as possible if I can get my hands on it. If I can find a another place that shows a subtitled version, or you know, whatever. But if it was, if the only option was to see it in theaters dubbed, then I got no choice. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll go see it. You know, it's better to watch the film than not see it at all in theaters. So, you know, that's that, that, I guess that, that's my that is a, that is a huge argument 
in the anime community in the uh, I was gonna say. American <laughs> the American anime community obviously since yeah. we're a bunch of there's a bunch of normies who watch anime but like mm-hmm. there's a lot of purists that are like sub only yeah. sub only and then there's the people that are like um I'm really here for like the the art uh the art portion of it so yeah. like, I don't give a shit about the the freaking voice acting <laughs> give me give me all the dubs so I can just look at all the you know, fancy colors and whatever. Right. I'm right, not, right, right. I mean, I know you're more into animation than me. I hope. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I mean, well, with anime, I think you're a lot more into anime than me. Believe, uh, it, or, believe it or not. I haven't watched. I've watched. Uh, besides rewatching a few episodes of stuff. I really like this year. I've watched, uh-huh. I've watched no new stuff this year. The last year, I think I watched oh, one, okay. one show. I, I, I used to watch a lot five years ago yeah i mean a lot again a lot i used yeah, to watch see, when, less when someone movies. says a lot yeah when someone says a lot of anime that's definitely a lot more anime than me i mean yeah, i've only I seen mean, a few I haven't, been, I haven't even finished death note i've never kept up with a manga or, you know everyone everyone was so into naruto um in well not everybody but a lot of people were into naruto when i was in college and yeah in that yeah. that realm of the animation uh, department everyone was into a lot of people were into that um people were into kill a kill people were into uh, attack on titan yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. no attack on, uh, titan, attack on titan was good but the problem yeah. with that show like every other yeah. any other live action or whatever they waited like five years between for, so season one and two like I lost oh, all really fucking all my fucking interest was gone. I was like, I, I yeah, I moved on, dude. It's like I, I don't have time for this. Me too. Um, Me too. Yeah, yeah. I, I I lost interest in that too. I mean, I was into the first season, but I think mainly the reason why I was into the first season was because everybody around me, uh, working and studying within that field, they were all into it. People were streaming it in in the classrooms while we were working on projects, mm. and it was like, okay, you can't really get away from it. So. You, I just try to find some time. Okay, I'll, I'll check what, this out, and I finish. What, what is your, it? what is your favorite anime? If you had to, if I mean, I, I'm assuming you have a very limited scope, but it's, I mean, it's very minuscule. Uh, so I've, we'll see. Let, let's see. I've been so there. I, I named Kill a Kill, which I've not seen. I've only seen clips. Attack on Titan season one, which was okay. It, it was good, but again, I was more, more so into it because everyone around me was into it. And then I never finished Death Note, and I think if I had finished Death Note, that could have been my favorite one. No. It could have been my favorite uh, one. Yeah, you're, you're I, a normie. I, 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 you're a normie. I'm a normie. Yeah, I see. I'm a normie. Uh, but I mean, uh, I'm not. I'm not doing it. I'm, I'm not doing it. Like there, there's that. Um, I highly I was, recommend, and what? this is why it's great. What? And you, don't, you haven't seen much. I highly recommend you watch Ping Pong the animation. Uh, I remember you mentioning it. It is 11 yeah. episodes. You'll be done in oh, hey, three that's... three sittings. You're you're done if you want to watch it like a movie. <laughs> three episodes at a time. You're basically done in three sittings. Great uh-huh. ca- character development and the animation style is like completely bonkers because it's not really? it's not like it's not traditional like you know the Japanese animation style. It's it's very wacky and um I'm not an artist guy. I'm not I'm not I'm not an artsy guy. I don't know the terminology, but it's basically like uh not modern art, but it's just ab- very abstract looking. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then you know, obviously, if it's ping pong, there pl- there's some ping pong, a lot of ping pong matches, a lot of ping and pong. And right. the animation is crazy. I think you'd really like it. And okay. It's, and and it's short. It's not a big. It's not a big commit. Well, I'm looking it up right now. Apparently, it's all. It was also made into a live action film in 2002. 
Uh, <laughs> is it? Yeah, yeah. Um, oh well, so, don't, so, don't watch that. Watch the animation. No, no, I won't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for of course, with as with all anime, it was a manga beforehand, and then and then. Um, okay, yeah, I'll 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 look for that. Eleven episodes is doable. That's that's no excuse. Like I should I could finish that in um, a matter of a couple days. Couple yeah, no, I honestly, if you ever have well, one with your job, I think it would be perfect. Where yeah. if you have 20 minutes, you put it right on, you're done. You know, you just do that, <laughs> you just do, that do that 10 times and you're good to go. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, all but, right, sounds but, uh, good. Yeah, ping pong, okay, Go, going back away from uh, animation, but just back. Well, uh, uh, to oh, anime. <laughs> no, well, no, I, I don't need to talk about that. Uh, oh no no because because i was gonna i was gonna mention i mean it wasn't just death note that that uh i was gonna say would be like my favorite anime um like i was gonna say that a, a friend of mine introduced me to my hero academia and i lost interest in that too i'm like okay it was good um, i watched it um it was good but it, it not another one of those things where it's like shonen can only be so um what's the word it can only hold my attention for so long. Um, okay. And they, they, <laughs> there was just a big break between one of the seasons. And I was like, nah, I just don't care. <clears throat> that like, is yeah. so basically what happened with, with, uh, with attack on Titan about five years. Again, like it was long. Gap. I was in college. Oh, super long. I oh, was, in, <laughs> I was in college. My either sophomore or it was 2013. I think first season and the second season was until 2018 or 19. It was crazy long. Like that's oh, un- <laughs> unprecedented, but you know how much money. All right. Well, not, not to speak about attack on Titan too long, but that yeah, yeah. franchise is like a blockbuster in Japan. It is huge. Oh yeah. 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 It is. Yeah, huge. And they had yeah, that yeah. big of a gap six, five or six oh. years. And they're still like the number one thing on TV over there. It's crazy. Really? I mean, I mean, well, well, the, the manga was real. Yeah, again, amazing. we're talking about man- a whole different culture of a- entertainment and media. Um, yeah, but the manga was super popular over there, and it just yeah. that I mean, I, I can't even get into it because I don't even know it that well. <laughs> but that was a c- cultural phenomenon for for Japan. I know. Oh boy! Well, th- I was gonna say that the reason why they had that large gap in between seasons was also because I'm sure they were waiting on the manga to finish. That, that's uh, that, that's a problem right. sometimes. Yeah. That's also a problem, right? So, like, they they kind of wait for a few more stories to get published, and then they start production. Well, they they do they did start production on on the anime, but I guess like that kind of tampers with the schedule just to make sure that they don't line up correctly, oh, uh, yeah. exactly with the manga. Right? There's so. that could be an issue. That well, that could have been one yeah. issue. They, they yeah. could have had problems with the over there right now in the past. Uh, again, not to get. We can talk about anime, anime for a while because I, I know enough. Yeah. I know enough to, enough to be dangerous, but I'm not an expert. Yeah. But well, I, I got, they, I got, there's I got a big problem over there right now with animation Uh-oh. and unions and yep. and yeah, just and then studio. There's there's uh, again here's the studios abuse their employees. But so anime in the 70s, 80s, and 90s was extremely extremely high quality. And now yeah. that we're now that that was hand drawn stuff, and now that we're getting into digital stuff, there's yeah. it went from quality to the uh, you know the thing that happens everywhere in, in a lot of industries to quantity, where it's just yeah. they're, putting out, <laughs> they're putting out so much shit 
that you can't uh-huh. one a, a fan of a fan of that entertainment just landscape you can't watch everything it's impossible uh-huh. it is uh-huh. impossible um, <laughs> but yeah so basically the, the 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 manga catching up to the manga or vice versa letting the manga catch up to the where the anime was could be a problem uh-huh. the uh-huh. Their, the workforce could be a problem or just they were riding on their popularity for so long. They just said, ah, we'll just wait. Um, and I think they, that's probably one of the biggest reasons because I think the end uh, the uh, manga did just finish in the last, with maybe the last six months to a year and a half, uh, somewhere in that time frame, if I remember correctly, um, just, I, okay. I'm not, fo- I'm not following it, but it finished. Yeah. And I, I th- I'm pretty sure the anime finished too. Fun. Anime. Oh, okay, all right. But that's very, that's very rare. Usually, very the frickin' the, the frickin' anime studios will just either end the anime and move on, so the anime fans uh-huh. just get they get shafted. They they, they don't get a uh-huh. fi- they don't get a finished product, or uh-huh. the the manga, or they just go they just they just finish it and completely do something different than the manga. It's like Game of Thrones kind of crap, where they just do what they pretty much. They just do whatever, and oh, we're done. Next next project. <laughs> Um, they do whatever they want to, and then it kind of subverts the expectation there of the uh, of the fans. You know, you, you, then you get like those fans who wish it was more like the like the actual source material, but then you get others who are like, no, 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 no. Actually, it, it was great that they ended it that way. Or something yeah, like that. I mean, I'm a purist when it comes to being as faithful to an original source as possible. Now, yeah, that doesn't mean like if someone wrote a novel and the, the movie was just much more interesting and visual, you know, one, it was visually interesting Two, the story was better. They cut out extra characters. They made it shorter. I'm all for that. If they do a good job with it, but there's a lot of stories out there. I mean, off the top of my head, I'm not even, wasn't even prepared for this conversation. So I, I can't, give, <laughs> no, I can't give fine. you, I can't give you examples, but there's plenty of stories right. where, where there's a novel or book and some filmmaker goes and makes, uh, you know, uses that, as they as the backbone quote unquote but just makes their own thing of it and it's completely different and it, it's successful and that's that happens a lot especially i mean yeah i think in the past it happened a lot nowadays i don't know <laughs> <laughs> but um in the past it happened much more yeah than it does now yeah <laughs> it's a different this it's a totally I mean, different era. It's a all right. So film is a visual medium. I mean, how how accurate can film be compared to a, the written medium? I mean, it's never going to be perfect. It's impossible. No, it's not. I I I don't expect film to you know like if if it's you know based on an adapted work or if it's if it's an adaptation of a of a book or a comic book. I don't expect it to be entirely faithful to the book because then where is the artistic sense? Because, I mean, like, I, I can't just go into a movie expecting, okay, that's going to happen, that's going to happen, that's going to happen. Why? Because I read the book or I read the comic book. But I mean, I mean, I think there are plenty of people that do expect that and they get let down a lot. It, it, exactly. Yeah. And then there's always that argument where it's like it has to be exactly like this. I mean, why, though? I mean, like, yeah, I, I, I get the sentiment, but, you know, for people... There is the argument. I have a friend who believes in it, who has this kind of philosophy. It's like if this movie or this show is going to be your first experience with this, with these characters, then I'd rather it be more faithful to the book because um, I want them to experience it that way. But I mean, okay, I guess it's a good argument, but at the same time, 
if you want to know more about that, you can read that source material. This is a movie This is going to be a lot different. Maybe not a lot different, but it's going to have a different sort of delivery than, uh, than the actual source material because not everything in the books works the same way on film. And, you know, if you, if you are a fan of the, the source material, I mean, wouldn't it be kind of, to me, it's just kind of boring to watch a movie and then ex- know what the outcome is going to be. Uh, or what's going to happen, or if a certain character that did this in, in the book and in the movie or the show, another character does it, not this character that you've been expecting to perform that action. It's a, it's just different. So I don't, I don't like. It's like I don't know how else to explain it, but it's yeah, just. Yeah, I you mean, know. if if yeah. some if something's different than the source material, in a, again, when when we say different, it's not mm. faithful, quote unquote, but it's still faithful. Yeah. It's still it's still faithful to the stories like you know it's just uh-huh. fe- it feels like it belongs but it doesn't that's fine but when something's yeah. just jarringly out of place and you're like this is just completely wrong it wasn't they, they didn't they weren't sensitive to the material they just did what they wanted they didn't care they, they basically just used the setting that the author laid out and just completely did their own thing i that's when most people have a problem you know yeah yeah you, you know I, lord I, of the rings the rings of power kind of thing yeah (laughs) a drastic drastic shift though a very very drastic shift that's not even well it is they say it's based on on the source material i i mean don't screw don't don't screw don't screw tolkien fans over they will go nuts yeah yeah exactly because they are some of the most they are some of the most purest fans of all time i mean they want they want stuff pretty uh, they want stuff pretty accurate right 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 And, and rightfully so I mean, especially when it comes to Tolkien's work, there's a vast uh, lore set within that trilogy or just that world that he's created. So if you actually go back against that and not only change the motives of the characters, but actually change the philosophy of the entire story, then you have a problem because Tolkien wrote The Lord of the Rings as a fundamentally Catholic uh, tale. Like rooted within fantasy, and then if Rings of Power is nothing like that at all. So I mean, <laughs> there's you know when you look at when you look at it, at it from that perspective, I mean, I can see why people are all, are really angry too. Yeah, um, I can't I can't speak to it. I just know a lot of people hate it, and I've watched videos, yeah, yeah. and it's yeah. it's pretty sad. It's not good. I mean, we had we had the definitive Tolkien uh, films, the three the three films made in the early two thousands. Yeah. That's all you need. And well, that, yeah, that, that was, you know, I was just going to say the, the first, the fellowship, but that was like a groundbreaking movie for me. I went, I went in the Absolutely. theater. I went to that. I went to it in December. It probably wasn't opening night, but it was maybe two or th- <laughs> two or three days after it. My dad was a huge Tolkien fan. It still uh-huh. is. And I read the books when he was younger and he's, my dad's older than most. He's like born in fifties, early fifties, 54. Uh, so uh-huh. he, he read Tolkien and we went, he took me, I was like eight. Um, and just that movie <laughs> blew my mind. And just to know some, you know, that was pretty from everything I've heard from interviews to fans to just anything. Everyone says that Peter Jackson was tried to be as, as accurate as possible, as accurate as you could 
with making. I mean, yeah. he made those extended editions. They're all four hours long. How much longer can oh, you make? Boy, yeah. How much longer can you make a movie before you? Now you're just getting into start making a TV show, man. Just go make a TV show. Like this pretty is pretty much. Yeah, uh, I know it's getting ridiculous. So, so he did. Right? He did the best job he could, and um, yeah, very true. Again, there's examples of. I don't even remember what we were talking about before, but there. Well, there we were are, talking about anime. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'm saying with people being accurate to the story, it's impossible to be a hundred percent. And honestly, like you said, it, you shouldn't. You shouldn't be a hundred percent. You should. You should. No, you, shouldn't. you should inject a little bit of your own, you know, style yeah, or exactly whatever. But I mean, if you go and take someone's story that's dead, and then you just inject your own stupid politics or you're just on a soapbox yeah. the whole time it's like well you just exactly you're being unfaithful and you're being disrespectful like if someone's Pretty being, much, yeah and if, so, if someone's being if, if someone's being unfaithful but they almost make the story not better but different and in a good way like uh-huh. hey it's like i res- at least respect that you weren't you weren't doing it out of spite to the to the author or the fans or you you were just putting your own little twist on it or whatever you know yeah yeah, that, it it really yeah, just it true. really just depends on very the true. on the work because there's so many damn examples of how filmmakers have butchered a book, or there's so many there's uh, probably there's probably more examples of that than people successfully executing. But that's just uh-huh. that's just the nature of the beast when you take somebody's written word and you try to make it an hour and a half to two hour film. I mean, it's just right. It's very difficult, and I, I will give right. it to filmmakers. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt before I watch the movie. If I watch the uh-huh. movie, hey, let the movie speak for itself, right? <laughs> I was gonna, yeah, exactly. I was gonna say though. I mean, speaking of Rings of Power, uh, which definitely does fit that mold of like, oh yeah, these are my politics. I'm gonna infuse them in a beloved uh, work of uh, fantasy that's been out there for for years and for generations. Uh, it's kind of funny though, hasn't, wouldn't it be fair to say that Rings of Power has actually helped people love the Hobbit trilogy a lot more now? <laughs> so that's an interesting that you bring that up. Not the, again, yeah. totally unprepared episode. This isn't planned. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, the three I Hobbit think, I, films, I, 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 I don't think I've seen the extended editions. I've seen all the, I saw them all in, I saw the first two in theaters for sure. The third one I might uh-huh. have seen. I might have seen on home video, but oh, really? Oh, I saw all three in theaters. <laughs> yeah, I mean, everyone's yeah. a lot of people. When I say everyone, a lot of people uh-huh. that I follow, and again, I don't, I don't want to be pissed off all the time about movies or TV, so I don't listen to uh-huh. everything they say in their videos. Right. But they're not happy <laughs> with the show. And yeah. yes, when someone says, "Hey," This show is so bad. It it doesn't follow the source material. It's like this character is totally you know, whatever. What are all the reasons? I mean, a lot of yeah. it, a lot of it's political and ideological, um, uh-huh. and just 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 gaslighting the, the narrative for new fans. And I, honestly, they failed. So fine, I'm good. <laughs> but yes, when when you hear about this, and then you're like, hey, I know people gave the Hobbit trilogy shit. Yeah, it's not that bad. <laughs> it's not that bad. But honestly, when yeah. I, when I said funny, you bring that up. Uh-huh. I have a so a fan. There's a lot of fan edits of movies, right? Just in right. general, in general, and of the uh-huh. Hobbit, there are you can go online and look up fan edits of the Hobbit, and a lot exist. I would say anywhere between fifteen and twenty. 
<laughs> well, at least when I was researching this, you know, maybe a year ago. So one of uh-huh. the one of the edits is an edit that once that took all three films and merged it into one. Oh boy! And made it as really? accurate with the footage available. Made it as accurate to the book as possible. It's called really. Yeah, it's called the oh. M the M one edit M one. Not sure what it stands M1. for. The okay. the guy who the guy who did the edit had this very long thirty to forty page write up on every single thing he cut out, every single thing he edited. Uh, spoilers if you really haven't seen that yet, which yeah. you probably have, and if you haven't, you're probably not going to at this point. But spoilers, fast forward two minutes. Um, <laughs> the guy even the 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 scene when they're all riding the barrels down the the river. He literally yeah. edited all that and took all the arrows out of it from the fight with the orcs that never existed in the books. He he edited all the arrows out and like really it, yes yes crazy really crazy a crazy am- a crazy amount of effort what this guy did and I have it so if, <laughs> if you want it I can I can provide it um, yes again it's a fan edit so I don't know how the I don't know the legality of it but basically online people upload it and you can get it I th- I. I don't think it exists anymore. I think it's kind of oh, gone. So I do, I, I do have it. Um, I have funny, yeah, because I'm looking for it right now. I, I, I can't find it. I, M1, but it's not M1. <laughs> it's not the one that you're talking about. It's just a bunch of random stuff about the MacBook Pro, uh, editing on your MacBook Air, stuff like that. But yeah, so it, it's not online anymore. But you have uh, it. It's, so. I found it. Oh, sorry. I <laughs> totally messed up. Not M1, M4. I don't know. M4. Okay. That was off my memory. See, that's how bad my memory is. Um, yeah, you're fine. You're fine. I'll, link, I'll, I'll link it in the in our chat right now just so you can take a very brief look at it. But the guy... Yeah. yeah so it took him a two... It took him two and a half years oh, to boy. do all the editing. And I, I really think... I haven't watched it yet. I've been saving it for my... My brother is a huge huge Tolkien fan, read all the books, read the Silmarillion, read all that crap. I mean, uh, oh boy, super into it. I'm not, in, I'm yeah. not that, I'm not that into it. I've read the Hobbit and I've struggled just with, uh, work and other commitments in the last two years. I, I tried to get into the, into the first one and I just, I just have been really slacking. I've been reading other things. I've been watching <laughs> other things. I've been busy traveling, uh, with my yeah. wife, uh, trying to establish our house, stuff like that. Like just stuff gets in the way, and it's right, it's right, it's right, a big commitment. I mean, Tolkien's language is poetic, but it's also dense. It's not easy reading. Like you really have to know, not know what you're doing. You ha- really have to pay attention. No, yeah, yeah. He's very he's a lot of attention to detail. Like that was that was what I of course and, garnered and the, when I yeah. And the problem is when I'm reading at ten o'clock at night before I fall asleep, it's like you really. If you're not paying attention and you're almost falling asleep, you miss things, and so I just yeah. I just kind of put it on hold. But it would be nice to just take the book one time at the beach or wherever during yeah. the day, be like totally zoned in and just bang it out. And it, you know, I probably could read the whole book and each book and I would say two days is a generous amount of time to read each of the trilogy. Which again, I'm probably offending hardcore Tolkien fans. It's not a trilogy; it's one <laughs> book. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, yeah <laughs> it's one book uh so the trilogy is a is a is a fake not a fake it, i don't know how it came about but basically tolkien the lord of the rings quote unquote is one book 
They just split it's it up. To be one, but... They they split it up. From my from my understanding, they split it up at some point. I guess I don't know if it, he was still alive at that point when they did it, but I think they split it up just <laughs> just for release. I mean, it's it's you're going to release a three thousand, four thousand page book. Not many people are going to buy it. I think that's that was the problem. You know, I can't even believe I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't even aware of this until now, really. So it, it was literally just one book. The Fellowship of the Ring was not a title that he when I say up. when I say it's uh, one book, it, like the the three books or the three movies everyone knows popular: the, the Fellowship, the Two Towers, the Return of the King. All three of those, from my understanding, are supposed to make up one quote unquote book. Like in in in, okay. in, Tol- in Tolkien's mind, it's one yeah, book. Yeah, Tolkien. It's he doesn't. One book. Okay. He doesn't consider it a trilogy. Okay, but okay, yeah, I, I understand that. So, uh, so the, the the titles, Fellowship of the Ring, Two Towers, Return of the King, did they did might... those exist in in Tolkien's? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Tolkien... Oh yeah. yeah. I think okay. he released okay. them. I think he released them as that. But again, I'm not a Tolkien diehard. I might be wrong. People are gonna uh-huh. people are stop listening to the podcast right now because I already pissed them off. <laughs> But from my yeah. understanding, there's supposed to be one book, and okay, that's okay. from my that's uh, um, I'm quoting. I think okay. one of our friends that we know, you and I, I'm not I'm not gonna I won't name them, and yeah. my, and my brother, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've heard that from both of them. So take it for what I you see. take it for what you will. Um, okay, okay. <laughs> but yeah, no damn. I, what okay. the Hobbit? The the Hobbit the three Hobbit movies like I said haven't seen the extended. I really don't think they're that bad. They add stuff like Tolkien purists are, don't like them because they add stuff and they add characters that aren't in the real. Yeah, they aren't in the book. The Hobbit really isn't that long of a book. It's not. No, I it's think not. It's between it's not, depending. It, it, on, it's shorter the, compared to yeah, uh, yeah definitely. The, com- oh definitely the, yeah, yeah, like the, the 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 Lord of the Rings, quote unquote books or whatever you whatever. The Lord of the Rings, the three books are like thousand page books or seven hundred page books or whatever. Maybe Pretty much. Between seven yeah. They're like Game of Thrones is kind of the same way. They're all a thousand pages each. <laughs> Pretty sure the Hobbit's like between two fifty and and, and three hundred. Um Yeah. Uh-huh. I own all I own all the books. I don't uh, again, I think it depends on the publisher. But Right, I, right. I, like you said, I really do think when someone's someone that has gone through the last 21 years and seen all the Lord of the Rings movies, the Hobbits movies, and then they probably watched the ring of power rings of power, uh, sh- <laughs> Amazon show. They probably yeah. really are like, wow, I have a newfound respect. It's, it's like everyone with the, the first, the prologue or the, the prequels for star Wars, everyone <laughs> shat on them. I mean, a lot of people ha- hated them from like 99 to 2008. Everyone hated uh-huh. them. I mean, little kids were like, oh, they're good, whatever. But a lot yeah. of a lot of old Star Wars fans, Gen Xers, were all people totally, shat on them. Yeah, they were totally against yeah. it. And then yeah. and then the new ones came out under Disney and and now everyone has a newfound appreciation for Lucas's prequel <laughs> prequels well, which that's something <laughs> I think that's fair. Yeah. I, I think, think that's fair. fair. Too. I I I think I I really think when 
you have these committees putting these political and ideological ideas into stories that have already been canonized. They have they have millions, billions, maybe not billions, maybe that's generous. Million, they have millions, hundreds of millions of fans, and then mm-hmm. they go and they just completely. I mean, they're just parasites. They they take a story that's beloved and they put their own beliefs into it and change yeah. stuff around. And and people really do not like that. And yeah, they, they did see the trend. Each movie in the <laughs> seven, eight, nine. I never. I'm never. I seven, eight, nine went downhill when you look at the the amount of money they made over the over the oh. course of, course of time. I will. I oh, I will. I will, yeah. I will never watch that ninth movie ever. I I refuse. <laughs> Oh, you know, you, you saw the first, you saw seven and eight, but you never saw nine. I saw seven and was pleasantly like, that wasn't that bad. This was 2015, yeah, 2015 was- when okay. I saw it with the first week it came out, not, not opening night, but that was the, I graduated college two weeks beforehand. Yeah. It's it's the same it's the same with me yeah yeah we were both we were both senior year in college I think uh, at that point I, so I graduated no, 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 yeah I, I I graduated that that summer but like it it, it was like that movie of uh, that was Christmas the, that was the big one and um, yeah that was the that, that was the big one I'll forget it all my normie friends when I say normie I mean everyone usually knows what that <laughs> means but basically you, you don't watch a lot of movies right you just watch, exactly you watch yeah. the mainstream bullshit whatever they feed right. you 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 take right. It. Right, I my, can relate. Yes, my normie I mean, friends went with me. We I hate all, to call them normies, but it's like you know. Well, I would like is. to introduce you to this film, but you know, you don't want to. That come on, th- <laughs> yeah. this this that 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 statement right there feeds into basically our our mission statement as a podcast is we're trying to expose exactly. expose people to things that they're not comfortable with or they don't know about or they should know about. Uh, just oh. films, films or or works, whatever TV, whatever we cover in the future. Like there's yes. there's st- there's other stuff out there, guys. Don't be afraid to go. Yeah, I and, mean, and search for it. <laughs> you don't exactly. Okay, um, but, you don't, but, but, don't be afraid at all. <laughs> yeah, but back to that film. I really left that film. I mean, J.J. Abrams directed. I hate him. Do not think he does a good work. I mean, most of the time, <laughs> I think he's got like a. He's definitely at like a point one five batting average. He's got a pretty pretty bad, awful batting average. I left that film. Yeah. I left that film like I went into that film as a whatever, however, however old I was, early twenties. I was like, I'm gonna hate this thing. They're gonna ruin it. I left and was uh-huh. like, Hey, that wasn't really that bad. It was, yeah, like it was yeah. average. It was average. I wasn't pissed. Okay, yeah. And then See, I, I went. And then I went and saw the, the same. I went and saw the second one and left that one and totally was like, they ruined it. They destroyed. They destroyed this thing. Yeah. Yes, I can relate. Yeah, see the the first time. Okay, so I think I think you liked it a little. You liked uh, Force Awakens a little less than I did because I was I was drinking the Kool Aid at the time. I was a little I was a bit more ecstatic than you were after I saw Force Awakens in theaters. And um, well, but before before but, you finish your story, my I, yeah. I just just to clarify, I didn't hate it. It was I, it was average to slightly above because. My expectations were so. I was just so. No, yeah. The bar was oh, yeah. so low. I was like, "It's gonna yeah, be terrible." You, you liked it. You, you liked it. Yeah, yeah. My problem with that movie was that it was just way too similar to A New Hope. They just copied everything, and that was my biggest problem. All right, sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry to cut uh, you no, off. No, no, it's fine. No, no, it's fine. I, th- I think everyone pretty much uh, 
saw saw the similarities to a new hope i thought uh they were on the road to something interesting with episode seven the first time i saw that film and i was ecstatic i mean okay like i bought into into the nostalgia i was part of that group uh sort of cheering when harrison ford comes uh, appears as han solo and then chewie's right behind him um but then you know slowly and gradually the thoughts became more cynical so then episode so then you know last jedi came out and then i left that theater not feeling anything not feeling anything and the disappointment was slowly setting in so i after mean that, that man you know, that movie was so bad Ugh. no that movie was 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 horrible it was absolutely and you know the horrible. best part about it oh i yeah. i, I want to let you finish your point but the best part about it is uh, so i have i have a group of friends Hopefully they're not listening to the podcast right now because they might get pissed. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, if they do, hey, whatever. Um, <laughs> hey, it, you you can't handle the truth. Um, <laughs> they, it was twenty. When, when did that come out? December twenty seventeen. That was twenty seventeen. They, yeah. They, December, yeah. I was the only one out of a group uh-huh. of, and these are the, these are a group of. I know, not, not no other way to say it. Nerdy guys, we're we're nerdy guys. Like we like. Yeah. This is my dungeon, <laughs> my uh, role playing group. We don't play Dungeons and Dragons. We play Pathfinder. Very similar things. Regardless, not to go on a tangent. <laughs> you guys are I, such geeks, weren't you? Yeah. I don't. Well, I, don't, I was part of a nerdy group of friends too, but we. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't into that whole thing. They anyway. all, all those guys. Yeah, love them to death. They're they're yeah. they're nice guys. I've known them for decade over. I've known one for almost two decades now, which. Yeah, next year will be two decades, which is scary because that makes uh, me that no. makes me feel old. No, um, no, no. <laughs> they all were all varying, you know, seven to nine. They're all like, oh, seven out of ten, nine out of ten. What you know, all in that range. I was the only one to decry it. I said, this is bullshit. This this movie was not good. <laughs> I, I laid out my case. We had a very long group text about it at the time. You know, five years uh, ago, I still remember yeah. it. I could probably go you search. It was on. Well, it, you're it not was the only, yeah. it was on WhatsApp, so I can still go look up the chat history. You, I'm yeah, sure. it'll still be there. You're not the only and, one. And guess what? Yeah, a year and a half, two years later, when the new one comes out, they all oh, Last Jedi wasn't that good. It was bad. There was subverse, subversive, and all this shit. I'm like, you guys <laughs> are drinking the Kool Aid. What the hell happened? What happened? What changed? Right. Again, right. In my opinion, these guys are still extremely normie. They've never, yeah. I guarantee you right now, if I were to pick all of them out and say, hey, how many movies from the 40s have you seen? They've all seen less than five. Guaranteed. <laughs> how many movies from the 60s have you seen? Oh, you've seen 10? Like, you've seen uh, Dr. No? Wow. Like, oh, my God. Super, you know, I mean, great, a great movie, but like. It's already you, over when you say Dr. No, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, you've seen a James Bond movie from the 60s. You're so cool, man. Like. Again, oh my gosh, I, I, we're cinephile. You and I and and Chris are super cinephiles. There are people yeah. that don't understand our obsession with movies and just storytelling yeah. from the past. Exactly, you There's don't you don't understand. Past. I was made fun of by my priest at my wedding during by your priest. What? During, yeah, he because you know you do your um we're. What he's giving you Spoiler. the blessing and then uh, <laughs> yeah, basically spoilers. We're, we're uh, 
we're Catholic, and so we're getting married to the Catholic Church. Yes. Um, well, I'm Catholic too. I can yeah. relate. <laughs> damn, damn Filipinos. <laughs> uh, no, so you know, from Maryland, uh, the chances are, if you're Christian in Maryland, you're probably Catholic because it's the highest Catholic po- population in the. Well, country. it's also in the it's also in the title. Maryland is literally named at the, after the Virgin Mary. Well. That's in the history. That and yeah, well, that queen, of course you're queen, to be Catholic. queen Mary, uh, but yeah, she's probably it, named it, after. It, it's, it, somehow, it is yeah. somehow it's related, but again, it's, it's related, yeah. Catholic, <laughs> Catholic territory. Uh, set what, what is it called? Settlement. I'm I'm literally blanking on my history right now. Uh, That's okay. <laughs> Maryland was Maryland was like a it. big was a big, so everyone's everyone's Catholic. Dad's Catholic. My whole family, my wife's family, all her siblings. We, I went to a Catholic high school, so of mm-hmm. course we get married in the Catholic church. And uh, yep. my priest is one year he's one year older than us. You and I. He's look at that. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> so again, oh, you, you go to these pre con meetings, and uh, again, yeah. this is just how this is just how deep this. I'm not angry about it. It's just annoying that what? I'm always. What? Oh, you're the guy that watches the old movies, man. Like, yeah, because they're actually good. Like, what do you want from yeah. me? You're watching your trash MTV or VH1 or uh, whatever Netflix bullshit show that's just just trash reality TV. You're going to forget about it in five years. You won't even remember the name of the damn show. And I'm watching mm-hmm. classics over here that have millions of people have watched. Fine. But uh, like I was saying, my... My priest, again, when I say make fun of me, he basically was like, oh, like, blah, 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 Ben's going to do this. And oh, blah, 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 Ben's wife's name. I'm not going to name drop my wife because privacy. <laughs> but uh, of course. he's like, oh, Ben's wife, like, sometimes she'll have to watch 50s movies with him. Like, what the hell, man? <laughs> like, he's making <laughs> fun of me. You right there, roasted you right yeah, in front of everybody. Again, like, I was, I wanted to be like, that's. Technically true, but at the same time, I like movies from all decades. But whatever. Yeah, um, but you know, it doesn't get just any came, better. For, it just happened to come that. up. It just happened to come up at our, our premarital meetings with him. But that's that's just, that's just a big example of literally people don't get it. Yeah, no, people don't. They I don't. Mean, I they think, don't. They, yeah. What were you gonna say? No, no, I was gonna say like I mean like with my friends, I think like you know it, it's like it's me and. You know, you know, just within that realm of you know, like my college friends. I think it's me and one other guy who actually had who do do actually possess a you know an affinity for the golden age of Hollywood. Like those specifically, those movies have something of value, and not it's it, it's in the themes, it's in it's in cinema, it's it's in every aspect of movie making that when you look at the product you look at the end product and you try to compare that to what you have now there is an admiration for every movement every piece of dialogue every set every piece of you know music there's something in there that when you and you look at you look at movies now movies now don't have that kind of value they feel more so manufactured so you look at stuff like what we're yeah exactly they're more commercial when you look at stuff like for example you know, we're just talking about Disney's new version of Star Wars. We were talking about Rings of Power. How about, I'm sorry, this is going to piss other people off. Like, it's pissed off a few of my friends. Do it. The MCU. The MCU. Look at the MCU and look what that's become. Okay? It's like, 
it's just really annoying when it comes to talking about this kind of subject with uh, with friends who, for example, your friends or your normie friends. And, you know, you're trying to explain to them, like, what do you mean when you call the MCU, when Kevin, you call the Marvel Cinematic? What? Spoiler, they're big MCU yeah. fans. They talk shit on, Sny- on Zack Snyder stuff. Isn't that funny? All right. Isn't that funny? Con- Isn't that so funny? Yeah, con- yeah. continue. But- Sorry. But but no, 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 that's it, fine. But I mean, you know, what's really annoying to me is that you're trying to explain exactly what makes these films of the MCU, especially as the MCU has gone on. It's now in what, like phase freaking five or something. I don't really I don't even know anymore. But. Uh, it's 2022. I think they're on phase four. But again, something I, like that. I think. I'm not not to spoil it, but I think their their downfall is starting because I don't even think they know what the fuck they're doing. But uh, at this at this point, it feels like they're grasping at straws because it, thank God. I feel like people people are going to be like offended when I say that, but I'm sorry. It just feels like they are. Maybe, maybe they're not. I might be wrong, but it just feels like they are to me because you're taking in all of these heroes. Endgame is basically the peak of it all. You can just end it there. Honestly, I'm not. I don't care anymore. I as a okay look I'm also kind of a geek I I, I like you know I I love Spider-Man I, I mean I love we did just have, we, we we did just have a Batman episode like we previous. just had a Batman episode <laughs> exactly yeah exactly so like you know Batman Spider-Man like a two a, two of my big faves as a kid and uh, they still are but when you look at the MCU and like you look at how see the early phase of the MCU, OK, fine. And then you keep going. I drank the Kool-Aid with the MCU, too. And it wasn't until uh, the trailer for Spider-Man Homecoming when I thought, OK, hang on a second. Iron Man is here. And I'm thinking, OK, where's the individuality? Where's the uniqueness? Where is it? It doesn't exist anymore. Every every installment is episodic. It has to drop connective threads to each other. I don't see any uniqueness. Yeah, it's a corporate product. And it's like, okay, the the argument from MCU fans is is like, oh, well, it's like the comic books. These heroes are going to appear here. You have, the director has to hit this beat, according to Kevin Feige, and that has to hit another beat, and then you make a movie out of that. If your plan does not coincide with the plans of Kevin Feige, then sorry, I don't want your film. Okay, look, see... I guess like that's part of the reason why they just don't understand what I'm trying to say when I say that all of these movies are episodic. All of these movies are, you know, maybe they're not necessarily the same, but they frankly are just episodic. And, you know, it just kind of annoys me when they don't understand what I mean. So, you know, the answer is, well, I'm, I don't know how else to explain this to you, but I think you should just watch more old movies. Because, like, I'm not trying to be condescending. I'm not trying to, like, insult you. I just don't know how to explain it to you anymore. Because you keep saying that you don't get what I'm, what I mean by that. I don't know. I mean, it's just really, it's just so damn annoying. You know, it's just like, come on, you, you gotta know, be kidding me. With you, know how, you know how obnoxious it is? I have con- conversations with people about, you know, everyone, all, all my friends know what I'm about. I have, when I say those friends. I have the nerd group I just told you about, and I just call them nerdy. It's not. It's not a. Uh, no, it's not, not an insult. It's not, it's not an insult. I'm a nerd too. No. In in certain no, ways, yeah, I'm, me I'm too. super yeah. nerdy. In super, yeah. In some ways, I'm really not nerdy. But <laughs> again, I don't. I'm not a cookie cutter motherfucker. So that's just yeah, right, the way it is. Right. But in other right. groups, in in all groups that I'm I am in, when I say groups, I have a group of like ten guys that I've known for. One of the guys I've known since 1996. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I've known these guys a for time. a long time. I am the I am yeah. the movie guy. Out of the ten guys, <laughs> I am the movie guy. None of them, none of them are. They don't they don't care. They they watch the new the new shit. They'll watch their favorite two <laughs> two thousand five movie once every five years to to remind themselves that they liked it. I'm talking. My the whole point <laughs> the whole point I'm trying to make is you, when I said you know what how it's funny. I've had conversations like, hey, like you guys should try out like this movie. Like I'm not trying to lead you astray. I'm I'm not trying to to mess with you. I'm not playing games. Like this is actually really good. Yeah, okay, it's 60 years old. That doesn't mean shit. Like yeah. That that's not indicative of anything except for what year it was made. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but they then you uh-huh. know the, the response I get is, well, it's in black and white. Oh my gosh! I have, yeah, I have a friend. I have, same thing. I have trouble like thinking it's real life. I'm like, oh, my oh wait, 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 wait. Do you think that you have trouble thinking that's real life, and yet you watch Star Wars and Marvel and DC and <laughs> and Lord of the Rings and all this other stuff that's you know recent? Yeah. That's not real life. What the hell kind of bullshit? Uh, <laughs> thought is that like people just what kind of an argument is that? That's not a defense. Well, it's not an argument. It's not an argument. People are just yeah. lazy. They don't want to step out of the com- their comfort zone. They yeah. they they want to stick to what they know. It's easy. It doesn't require thinking. It doesn't right. require effort. <laughs> I mean, literally, yeah. the, a lot of the movies I watch require a, a well, not even I, you and I, Chris, a lot of the people that we know online and in, in our online yeah. groups, the movies yeah. that we all watch take they require effort to obtain. Pretty much, yeah. Oh, they have the movie. The movie's in a different language with the subtitles. It requires effort to digest because now you're watching a movie in a different language and reading and taking all these visuals in. I mean, again, these people can't handle subtitles. Yeah, yeah. The guy, mm-hmm. um, the director of the movie Parasite that came out three years ago. Right. Uh, whatever. Blah blah. I, I, oh, I think I know what you're gonna say Jack, here. What's the hell's his he, name? Something. A, 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 a Boon Jun Ho or something. Yeah. Bong he uh, did Memories of a Murder, which I actually own and I like. But whatever. He's. A I, com- I need to He's a commie. That. He's a fuck. I, I, <laughs> He's a commie. I, I'm not. I'm not taking anything back today. No, I mean I'm not holding anything back. Uh, no, I'm not holding so anything back. Today. Basically, yeah. basically. What I, I got to get a little more drunk and I won't hold anything back either. So. Oh, <laughs> I am drinking a little scotch right now. Uh, not no. me. Maybe, maybe on the next episode. We'll see. No. no so, <laughs> so, so he had a statement at, he was either Academy Awards or something else, which I actually, I don't like his movies. I think he's a commie and more or less, which is fine. You could be a commie. Just admit you're a commie. You can be a commie. Yeah. But, he, can, had, he had a statement I actually agree with, and he basically said, it's a real shame. This is me paraphrasing. It's a real shame that um, this is, I think this was, it was Academy Awards at some point. It's a real shame yeah. that, it's a real shame that there's a, there's a wall between, uh, you know, Western audiences and, and the movies that we produce in Asia, like, and that wall's subtitles, that, that little wall of text is, a, is such a big wall for these people. Something like that. And he's not uh-huh. he's not wrong. There are some yeah. ig- ignorant fucking people who will not watch a movie because it's subtitled. Yeah, yeah. And I, I get so pissed. I mean, I, again, at this point, I, I'm I don't care. But I used to get so pissed off. I'm like, that's such a stupid excuse. Why would? 
Like, why why would you not w- want to watch something because it's subtitled? Like, again, it, it doesn't take away from its artistic or just whatever merits it has. Just because yeah. it's in a different language doesn't mean it's bad. And, and people right. really, hopefully the people watching this show, I mean, we're only a few episodes in. I, I don't think they're like that, but there are no, a lot I of people don't. that, there are a lot of people that just won't. Oh, it's in black and white. Oh, it's in it's in four by three aspect ratio. It doesn't take up widescreen. I'm not watching it. Yeah, I know. Oh they're, wow, what a, it, what an ignorant oh. fucking thing to say. I mean, just it's just, it is. It's know, crazy. It, it, it's, it's kind of sad. I mean, like I well, like it, I mean, I don't know. Like this goes back to the conversation that we had about you know if if a uh, a Hong Kong what you said about if a Hong Kong movie was released uh, in in theaters and would you would you go Dubber see sub. the yeah. The, sub, the dub or sub, and I, I immediately said sub. Yeah, like I don't mind subtitles. I think really part of why I don't mind subtitles either is because I, I mean, I grew up watching like the old Jackie Chan stuff, so I, I saw I, I watched both the dubbed and the subtitle. I, I don't really care either way. I generally prefer the sub because of the original audio and such. But so I, um, I, I will give so Hong Kong or any type of asian martial arts movie when it's in a different language i will give the yeah. benefit of the doubt uh-huh. to, to people who want to use the dub because a lot of the people that are fans of the genre really are there for the action they're there for the choreo- yeah. the, the choreography they're there for the fights they're there for the punches they don't need the 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 subtitles because they don't care they they, they just want to yeah. they don't really care about the dialogue right. but yet a lot of the voice actors or the 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 dubbing act uh, voice actors <laughs> from the seventies and eighties, like these diehard fans from the from probably mid eighties to to now that are still fans, they were uh-huh. like they know the the voice actors the so they know the English voice actors freaking name by they know their whole name. I know yeah. I know yeah, a lot yeah. of them where it's like they <laughs> they literally they know this stuff like the back of their hand like it's not mm-hmm. disrespectful. For their reasoning makes sense, but for someone to say, "Oh, I can't watch a a movie that's in subtitles," like it, it I I have to read. <laughs> like it's just like, come yeah. on, man. Yeah, I know. It, it, it's it's just the saddest thing. So you actually do have uh, so people the the guys in your friend group do have that sort of mentality when it comes to uh, watching movies. Well, I have I have uh, I have I have. Uh, a friend group from college who I see like once or twice a year and we don't talk about this stuff. I have the friend group, the the nerdy quote unquote friend group that I I mentioned that we play role playing games with. And we talk, (laughs) they they all watch anime to some degree. We talk about that. They all like, we all play video games to some degree. I haven't played a video game in a long time. When I say a long time, uh, this year, (laughs) this year I've played one, but I, I haven't played a new one since, 20 since cyberpunk so cyber cyberpunk oh okay not a bad you're game ahead of me. you're ahead of me on the video games because i i, I played so a lot of video games I, I, i'm very into all that stuff man i i've been i've done it all i think video Damn. games unfortunately are one of the things that um i just think I'm getting sidetracked from your question, but I think video, yeah, no, I think vid, I think video video games are just really at my age. Like I'm I'm turning thirty next year, uh, and I mean multi. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Multiplayer <laughs> oh, no. multiplayer video games. Like I can't fucking 
don't even bother me and waste my time. It's literally a time yeah. suck. Like you play, playing Call of Duty with random people on the internet is a time suck. It means nothing. Yeah. Oh no. All I mean, right. All right. You're playing. Yeah. You're playing as you can do it as you as as a young person, but when you get older, yeah. you're just, you're wait you're just throwing time into nothing. Pretty you're getting, much. Like, you're getting I'm nothing out of it. It's, it's momentary. I'm gonna blood. feel like. I'm gonna feel like shit. It's Honestly, me- I'm gonna feel like I'm probably gonna feel like shit. It's momentary <laughs> bliss. It's momentary bliss. Yeah. Um, okay, you're playing a, a single player game with a good story. The voice actors, they, like you know, they have voice actors that are actual actors. Like let's say, for example, uh, the Grand Theft Auto games, Grand Theft Auto Five, which came out in 2013, almost 10 years ago. Matt, <laughs> I think it's a masterpiece of a game. There's, it's a you know. Very mature content, but the actors are great. Like I wish it was a TV series, and so I didn't have to play it. I could watch it. Um, yeah, yeah. Again, playing video games. When I watch a movie, I'm. This is an argument I'll get a lot. Oh, you watch a movie like almost every day. I'm like, okay. And you watch, <laughs> and you watch three or four Netflix episodes every day. Who's watching more? And you bit. Oh, you binge watched this entire oh. show on Disney Plus. Oh, you, you played. Oh, you played Fortnite for five hours yesterday. Like, like, come on! <laughs> I, I just hate that argument. It's it's a very low blow yeah. because it, they're just trying to, like, they're just trying to shut you up when we're talking about. Well, yeah. not shut you up. That's not the right term. Not really shut up, but it's like you know, are they? Well, it's like, what, what are they're, you trying to get me with? They're they're, they're like just you, trying to they're trying to needle you in the heart real quick no, with the it's argument the thing because. Yeah, these people have so much time on their hands to actually binge a TV show on Netflix, Hulu, or Disney Plus. But I can't watch uh, one film. To be honest, like I have no time to watch, you know, any of these shows that are so popular in the mainstream nowadays. And I have no time to play video games. I have no time to watch all these shows. Movies are basically sort of, you know, they're they're quick to get through you know i can i can find time like uh, during the day if i'm not at work or if i'm not doing anything if i'm not busy i can pop in a movie and watch it and then talk about it i get because it's actually yeah it's accessible that way i I can't watch the the exact yeah i get the exact opposite argument from my wife really she's like i can watch an episode So hopefully, hopefully she's not listening to me. Um, oh, I can watch an episode of a show in forty-five minutes to an hour, but if I have to commit to a two-hour movie, it's, it's, I'm, I'm like, it's like you got to be kidding. Me. And Come I'm on. like, babe, I'm like, babe, we, we we just watched three episodes of Yellowstone. That was three hours. <laughs> and, and again, that doesn't happen all the time, but again, it, it's the same, it's the same argument I get from a lot of people that are our age, where they're like. You're it's you're you're committing to a lot of time. I'm like, dude, I know people that play video games for twelve fucking hours in a row. Like, I, know. That's the I thing. don't. That's what I don't. Don't understand. give me this crap. Like, our generation is notoriously known for time sucks. They just throw their time into nothing. Pretty much, so yeah. It's, it's like kind of the saddest thing of the you know our generation is pretty much like that. You know, oh, well, consuming our pretty much. Uh, it's just pretty much consuming everything in sight. Oh hey, the new show on Netflix. Let's watch all that. Everyone, everyone's watching. Let's all watch it. Well, hey ne- Disney Plus, She Hulk's out. Hey, let's watch that too. Uh, uh, yeah, no, uh, no, no, no. I'm not watching anything. All partly because I'm not interested anymore, and uh, the other half, I'm. I just don't have the time. I don't have the time to infuse my attention into this thing. It has to be something that I'm going to be interested in, and 
at the moment, I mean, I just don't have time for shows. Well, I don't it, have time for shows. Maybe it, one or two shows, but I mean, I can't, you know, I can't binge. Like every, yeah. like pretty much everyone around me, I think, is binging everything. But I can't do that. No, I don't have the time. Is it? I, I, I'm not trying to be mean and say I'm that I have a life. No, I mean, it's true. Yeah, I have a life. But it's like, you know, I can't find time right now to even, you know, dedicate myself to all of that. It's just what's going on, you know? Yeah. How, how do you consume all this, you know? I mean, I just think it's very telling that when people say a lot, you know, executives, uh, filmmakers, people, audiences, they don't call it, Uh they don't call it media. They don't call it entertainment. They're like, Hey, it's content. And I'm like, Oh my God. Yeah. It's content. Yeah. I I mean, all right. Well, we missed the, we missed the whole point. Uh, you failed. No, it's okay. What was that? (laughs) Failure to launch You're, 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 you're dead on arrival. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> like this isn't like when, when I go and watch the Lord of the Rings, probably for the 20th time, like I'm not watching it cause it's content. I'm watching it cause it's like, it means something to me. It's yeah, I'm watching special it to value. me. It, 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 it makes me feel happy or, or I'm remembering watching it for the first time. Or I watched it with my, my uncle, my, some uncles, cousins, brothers, my father, like, it means something it's related to another part of my life. It, it, it really like this means something to me. Oh, I'm going to go watch a Netflix show. One, there's so many shows out there. Everyone's watching something different. So there's no, there's no water cooler talk at, at the office anymore. It's not like we're talking right. about the same stuff. So right. I'm not talking about it at work. Uh, if you watch it with your, you know, significant other or wife, whatever, boyfriend, girlfriend, yeah. whatever. Okay. You're, you're yeah. talking about it that week but again it's it's meaningless like again sopranos uh seinfeld friends <laughs> these shows yeah. were all so popular but they they mean almost nothing now people still love them but th- we don't love t- them. we don't talk about them but isn't it funny how we're still talking about citizen kane from 80 years ago people are still <laughs> you're not going to be talking about friends or seinfeld in 40 years it's just not happening <laughs> right it's not right yeah like yeah, I these, mean, movies. Yeah, not to go, go on. on. We we went on a big twenty minute diatribe about how everyone besides us sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. No, I, I just, I, I no, no one, no, none of our friends suck. It's just like you know, what's really annoying to to us is like you know, how, when are you going to understand our perspective? It's like I can get your perspective. You love this stuff, you know, but at the same time, I think you're also just consuming everything in sight. But how about you kind of get into something that you might not normally see, that you might not normally watch, or you know, I, I, I don't know. It's like I, I don't, I don't see many people trying to take that leap. I mean, going I, back to the, I agree with you. Going, yeah, I agree with you. And to make it short, they just don't want to put the time in or the effort, or they're scared, or they just oh, it's a waste of time. That's always the argument. Right. I mean, honestly, like doing what we do or like watching the stuff that we watch will not take as much time in your in your day as opposed to, you know, binging an entire episode of She-Hulk <laughs> or binging an entire episode of Je- an entire. No, not an entire episode. Binging the entire series of Jeffrey Dahmer on Netflix or Stranger Things or, you know, uh, I mean, don't make me throw up. Yeah, there's just there's too much out there already. They're really fueling a bunch of this stuff. They're pretty much pumping you like it, like you're at the freaking gas station. It's like, oh, <laughs> like my tank's empty. Give me more. 
exactly yeah it's like how much how much more can you take and how do you have all that time to see it you know i, I even at work i mean i run into people who are like have you, did you see the new stranger things like no i had no time did you see squid game i had no time no how did you have time to do that it just oh god because they're not working out you know, they're not cooking they're not cooking they're not, their they're not cooking their own meals they're doing it's a it's a big I problem know. I think and I should I go on and say they're probably just not talking to girls now. Okay, I'm not gonna say that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, again, I just think they're doing all these easy things. Yeah. Because of our culture. And, and we're in this fucking rut, unfortunately, yeah. where everything yeah. needs to be convenient. Everything Pretty much. Yeah. everything needs to be quick. Mm-hmm. Like nothing's hard mm-hmm. anymore. I mm-hmm. I my so I my dad is a baby boomer ba- baby boomer barely <laughs> yeah. I mean if he would have been born what five years earlier he would be what's that the silent generation or whatever uh I believe so not well gener well no Gen Z's after no us, no we're, we're we're millennials but like not for, silent for, generation for baby boomer, not okay, silent is, it, generation. Is, it, is it is it silent generation greatest generation then baby boomers. I believe so. Yes. Yes. So, then baby so uh, the, the the greatest generation. So those in, uh, during the 1940s. Well, I thought greatest generation was the guys, the people, the guys that actually, you know, the women and men that were actually involved in the war. Exactly. Yeah, that would be the greatest generation. So I mean, like, I just know them as the greatest generation, but I don't really know the the uh, the formal term for it. Now I'm gonna have to look it up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The greatest generation was born. I was right. It is a silent generation. Silent generation. Is okay. be- that's okay. the one between the ba- the greatest generation and the baby boomers. Okay. Oh, okay. So greatest generation, then silent generation, then baby boomers. So my point was, my dad's a baby boomer, right? And yeah. and baby boomers really have done a lot of things to this country, America. That is, uh, bad and good. They've done a lot of good. They've done a lot of good, but I think one thing they had right, not to get into all of it. One thing they had right was that they understood, not maybe not understood. They, they appreciated film. Like they, they went to the movies every, every week or, you know, maybe not every week, every, every month they went a lot. It was an event. Yeah. That's something else. That's what I, that's that's what I, yeah, that's what I grew up on. I mean, my dad. Yeah. My dad is turning seventy in in two years. Wow! And, and I'm f- turning thirty. I mean, that's the the age gap. I grew up on these westerns. I grew up on these old yeah. movies. I grew up yeah. on old sword and sandal movies. I grew up on um, <laughs> yeah. again anything from the anything from 1950 to 1975. I grew up on there were staples, you know, Rocky. Just just to throw an example out. Like Rocky. how many people do you know that are RAs that are like, I've seen Rocky? Not many. Uh no, I I I got a friend who isn't a fan of Rocky, but he is a fan of Creed. And um I'm like okay. That doesn't make that doesn't make sense. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me. So it's like, yeah, okay, I mean you have no idea how disappointed I was when he, uh, okay, so he saw Creed and then he grew to like that movie. He thought it was okay. And then eventually he just loved that movie. 10 out of 10 for him. And then I said, okay, you know, you know, you got to go back and, and, and watch the, the Rocky series. And then 
he saw the first one and he didn't like it. I'm like, you have no idea how disappointed I was. And well, you just have no idea. Like, how do you, how do oh, God. Rocky, like, <laughs> Dirty Harry, oh, Death Wish. That, all these franchises or whatever you want to call them. I don't know if back then they even called them that, but we call them that now. They have these first movies where they're very, they're groundbreaking, they're serious, they're, they're dramatic. Yeah, they're iconic. D- Death Wish, mm-hmm. iconic. Dirty Harry, mm-hmm. iconic. Rocky, iconic. Yeah. And then their their sequels just get start getting bonkers. I mean, yeah, totally cartoonish. Uh, a Dirty Harry, a lot lesser than Rocky. Got cartoonish by the end. I mean, it just started. It, getting, it, 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 it got it comic did. booky. <laughs> it got comic booky. It did, which is but unfortunate, but that's that's the time period we lived in. I mean, the seventies were the seventies were all oh woe is me, life sucks. Like they were all very dark and serious movies, and then yeah. the eighties was just like fuck yeah, America. Like well, we're just gonna be Pretty like much. we're gonna be awesome and like just make you hit, you hit the eighties. It's all it's you're in you're in Reagan's territory now. Yeah. So every every film you've got like the oh. Uh, You've got old glory blasting, you know. It's like I loved it. It, it, it was great, you know, just to see that transition in film. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, they, yeah, oh, that, we yeah. had that, we had that little glint of of hope, and that in the nineties went negative again. And yeah, two thousands I think were slightly positive. Maybe not. Maybe I I'm think mis- so. well, maybe I'm misremembering because nine eleven think- definitely affected a lot of filmmakers. It, 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 in a it, bad it, way, it, they made the they made all their <laughs> movies based on that ideology. Just everything had to be about somehow related to the war in Iraq. And I'm like, dude, I'm tired of hearing about this shit. It's in the news. Yeah, I know. It's like, I, like guys, <laughs> entertainment is supposed to distract, for better or worse. Right, it's supposed to distract. Right, right. propaganda pro- propaganda films usually aren't good because you just know they're propaganda. But when you're living, when you're living in it. You don't know it, right? Or it's harder to know it. Right, right, yeah. I think it also just depends on how you use propaganda, though, in film. I mean, there can be good ones, there can can be bad ones. Oh, of course, like anything else. Yeah, so like, uh, but for the most part, when you go to see a movie, you're there to escape the horrors of real life. So, for example, like when you talk about 9-11, yeah, I mean, I'm going to the movies to get away from the news, to get away from the the heartbreak that the country uh, is enduring. Uh, but when you take into account, so for example, like in nineteen in the nineteen forties, of course you you're you're right there in the in the midst of World War Two, and there is a well, it's a yeah, pretty much a propaganda film. But there's a film called Hollywood Canteen, and that's based on the real Hollywood Canteen, where in Hollywood all the uh, famous actors and actresses, singers, anyone. Uh, people that, uh, that that people knew in Hollywood, they were there and they served the servicemen for free. Servicemen, Navy, Marines, the Army, they all went there to get, uh, to see entertainment, to get food and drinks served by famous Hollywood starlets like Betty Davis or Barbara Stanwyck, and I wish I was there for that. But, um, but you Bro, know... Had to bring <laughs> her up. Yeah, I had to bring her up, sorry. But, <laughs> but you know... See, Hollywood Canteen uh, dramatizes that, uh, and it's it, it's it's propaganda, but it was like sweet. It was just really sweet and hopeful, a hopeful kind of movie. It was a time capsule film in a way. So when you when you take into account stuff like that, you know, not all of it can be bad. And in a, in a way that you know, of course, that is touch, that is touching on reality, on the reality of war, and the reality of trying to find that brief respite away from the war, but. You know, because of that, it's quite frankly an escapist film. 
So it depends on how you use it. It depends on how, uh, how you use propaganda, how you use uh, real events and try to make something out of it. But if you're just going to go and watch the watch all of these uh, depressing movies uh, that basically give you the same effect that the news would give you, then it's like, okay, what did I go to the movies for again? You know, <laughs> I I came here to escape. I came here to escape. So, so yeah, escapism isn't always the number one goal, but it's a big part of it. Like, yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. Of course. I don't want to be sitting through a movie. And be, keep constantly being reminded by the current politics of the day. It's like, dude, yeah. I literally yeah, am here I, to yeah. not think about this. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. If, if it's subtle and I don't even realize it, that's good propaganda. Mm. I mean, again, maybe I don't agree with it. Maybe I do. It's still mm-hmm. good because it's not ridiculously in your face. And I, think, <laughs> I, I think that's just a big one of the big problems with media today is you can just point it out too easily. It's like mm-hmm. there's too many yeah. people. Get, there's too many people coming onto this, so you're you're too heavy-handed. You need to you need to calm down. Yeah, um, I know, I, and that's why I, 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 I think you and I are on the same wavelength. And and Chris, unfortunately, Chris isn't here. I think, I, I think he's on it too. He's not here. But we like older films because they're not they're geared towards entertaining the audience and having a good story. And I think having a good story might be one of the most important things in any movie because. Mm-hmm. Without a good story, why am I watching this? You know, yeah. maybe all right. Maybe I, there, there's it rare. There's rare occurrences where you are watching a movie for something else, like oh, uh-huh. because Barbara Stanwyck's in it. I'm watching it. Well, yeah, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> um, or whatever. Yeah, I can't help myself. Don't it's judge fi- me. <laughs> it's filmed in this location. This director made it. You have another reason besides the actual movie itself to be watching it. Yeah, but most of the yeah. time, you want to be entertained. You want something out you of it. Be- yeah. You want you want some good values, some good meaning, a good story, good characters, something that's that's meaty, right? You just don't want yeah. content. No, you don't want content. You want st- yeah, exactly. And I'm I'm also I'm there to watch films uh, that have you know obviously are from an individual standpoint that have you know an artistic sensibility that have a director's footprint on it. And, you know, if I if I'm there to watch another look, OK, look, I've been I, I bashed Marvel a lot these days. I mean, like I, I wasn't like this before, but, you know, if Marvel and, you know, Star Wars, you know, it's all it frankly is all just content at this point. You know, I don't see it. I don't see a filmmaker's uh, handwriting. I don't see much of much of that. I see something that's just manufactured and, you know, amen. They, they they can be enjoyable. I mean, like, I'm not going to be, you know, say, so for example, like, look, like, I, I enjoyed Spider-Man No Way Home. Is that a great film? No. But is it a film with a filmmaker's footprint on it? No. It's a manufactured film that delves into nostalgia. And I, you one could say that I drank the Kool-Aid in regards to that. But there's a certain theme in it that I think works. But anyway, anyway. Which, which we, one is I, that? They, what Which no one? way home it's the it's the it's the, the, the is that, is that the, the is that the movie with all the spider-man in it spoiler yeah yeah it, it, yeah spoiler. really <laughs> yeah, you're, you're 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 uh going back on it i thought you really liked it i no 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 i i i did like it but i mean i i'm just saying that i are don't... you gonna go out of your way to rewatch it five more times in your life Am I going to go out of my way to rewatch it? Well, I would probably just watch it just because Toby's in it and because I grew up with Toby and he's my Spider-Man. So they got but, you. 
in a way, like they got me there, but I'm saying that I like the film, but I also am not afraid to point out its blatant flaws that are pretty much like all other Marvel movies, especially when you get into the later phases. It still suffers. Like it, it still undeniably suffers. But, you know, there's something in No Way Home that works in a way. But, you know, at, at, at that point, it's just like, OK, I don't really care about anything else anymore because we're still we're, we've we've reached that point where, you know, everything is just so manufactured. Um, but No Way Home, like, I know I'll, I'll I'll give credit where credit's due. I mean, like, I'll OK, like, fine. Like, it, it, it works right there. It works right there. And, and Chris would agree to Chris. Chris even wrote in his review, like, they got me nostalgia, you guys. It's a dangerous drug. And, like, I think that's what he said in his review. But and yeah. I, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, it, it's pretty dangerous. But, you know, for the sole reason, and I, I said this to a friend of mine before, like, I'm, I'm just going to go into No Way Home because of the appearances, and that's pretty much what I did. But, you know, if you want to dedicate an episode to Spider-Man and maybe compare that with uh, not not the old spider-man movies i mean anyone we can talk about that to death but if you want to like talk about say into the spider-verse which is more so an individual work there is something controversial that i can say between the two um but we can save that for next time um but anyway my spidey yeah. senses are tingling yeah yeah <laughs> i'll tell you more about that um on, during the break but i mean i, I uh, to touch upon that point you're saying about nostalgia yeah the thing is the advantage of today present day mm-hmm. and that's anytime present day of this recording present day to when someone's listening to this recording they could be listening to this recording yeah. in 2045 which is <laughs> oh, a long right. time from now can you imagine that? no matter what <laughs> the nostalgia of the day is always going to get an audience right but that's a, yeah that's a disadvantage and yet an advantage to the mm-hmm. o- the older films because mm-hmm. i know hey xyz filmmaker isn't trying to get me on nostalgia that's not what this movie is about yeah yeah a- and 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 knowing that almost makes it like oh when i think this thing's a freaking 10 out of 10 it's like i know they weren't trying to pull one over on me it's 50 years old <laughs> <laughs> um but Hey, we, we've we've really beat this dead horse for a while. So I'm going to, as we said in the last episode, I'm gonna uh, 180 it or what? Did I, what did we say on the last episode? Was that that was it? Right? Oh, uh, I, that, uh the, what Chris said. Jeez, what did he say? Oh, oh, was, we're uh, gonna whiplash back. There we whiplash. Go. Yeah, yeah. Even yeah, though yeah. you can't really whiplash when you haven't been here yet. Uh, I was just gonna say <laughs> to finish off. We've been talking for a long time, but to finish yeah. off the episode, um. Maybe we talk for a little bit about the stuff that we've recently seen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sure. So, Let's what have that. you recently <laughs> seen, sir? So we uh, had touched upon Seven Chances, which is a great uh, Buster Keaton film. But see, like, okay, you've seen a lot more since then than I have. I've just had oh no yeah. Time. But I, you, you've seen a shit ton more. But me, I have not. Um, yeah. It, hey, man, I'm just trying to get all the movies in before the baby comes. You know, my wife, my wife's not pregnant, but it it's impending, right? <laughs> we're 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 gonna yeah. we're making that step in the that's right. probably a year, a year and a half 
I understand. Yeah. Well, 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 luckily you found it's worked out. You found the time to actually do this, to actually uh, cram in as much as you can. Yeah, because um, I'm cramming it in because I know basically if we continue this podcast for a while, which I hope we do, knock on wood. Yeah, um, I hope we do too. That will be my probably weekly, hey, we're watching this, we're watching that. All right, I'm I'm, I'm doing it for the podcast. Um, right, right, exactly. But right now exactly. I'm cramming, I'm, I'm watching so much right now, it's crazy. Let's see. Well, let's see what you're watching because I mean, I, I could go like I, I have ha- had no time to watch anything just because of work so, and everything going on in life. But I'll get into my uh, two movies that I've seen. But let's see. Well, I, I want to know what 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 you've been watching. Okay, so we watched Seven Chances, and that was a while yeah. ago. Yeah, uh, it was a while ago. Yeah, that was two. Uh, that was three weeks ago almost. Uh huh. And I've watched uh, probably twenty or thirty movies in uh, twenty movies in that time. We're not going to go through all of them. <clears throat> yeah, name a few. But um, so I've watched, I watched, I rewatched, I got the Blu-ray, for, I got the Steelbook Blu-ray for Top Gun Maverick. I, re- yeah. I rewatched that for the fifth time this year. I'll probably watch it. I will probably watch it the sixth time this this calendar year. Oh, you have to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have to make yeah. it the number one. Um, I'm going to be watching it myself too at some point when I get the time. I got that on 4K too. I got, I, I got the 4K as well. So. Yeah, um, but not the you know, not the steel book. <laughs> Maybe someday I'll get the steel book. But, you know. I watched. Um, after that, I watched. I'm not going to go through every single one. I'm going to pick and choose here. No, so, no, yeah, 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 yeah. Pick and choose. I've been yeah. I've been I, meaning to at... watch this one for a long time, and I just yeah. for whatever reason, I, I don't know if it was didn't interest me or I was just non-committal, what? whatever. Uh, I finally I finally got to a man for all seasons. Oh, that one. That's another one that's on my list, too. Dude, I haven't dude, seen that one. I gave That'll it, be up my alley. I rated it an 8 out of 10. I think you're going to rate that a 10 out of 10. You think so? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I think so. <laughs> yeah. It, and it's, that, uh, uh, it, yeah, you continue. Oh, no, no. It, it's it's based on St. Thomas. It's based on the life of St. Thomas More. Yeah. And yeah. the movie is like, I think it was exactly two hours long. And it's just like perfectly paced. Perfectly, you know, you know, every exposition, excuse me, exposition, everybody's, all the uh, characters are introduced, there's drama, there's a conflict, and it's just, it's just the, 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 the meaning, uh, I don't want to spoil it. I think everyone should go and watch that movie because it's, it's not long. It's not a big commitment. It's from 1966. It's in color. Don't worry. (laughs) Um, Yeah, don't worry, guys. It's in color. Okay, you can but, watch it. Yeah, made. Uh, don't uh, want to scare you. Fred Zinnemann movie. Uh, I mean, ah, uh, Fred Zinnemann. <laughs> yeah, not a fan of High Noon, but I'm a, I'm I know a, you're not. <laughs> I'm a fan of this one. Uh, he did. Make, he made Oklahoma too, which I haven't seen in a while, but I remember liking that as a as a kid. So, oh, I need to see Oklahoma. Yeah, you've never seen that. I've never seen Oklahoma. Uh, I know of Oklahoma, but I, yeah. I want to see it. Speaking of point. speaking of. Uh, of uh musicals i did get to watch rewatch for like the hundredth time seven brides for seven brothers stanley Don. i knew you were gonna say so i knew you were gonna say that one yeah yeah um, i need to rewatch that one myself actually. so my yeah, brother my, my brother's over the house one night and we're yeah i forget what we were doing i think we were just uh-huh. listening listening to music and messing around and it's like 10 30 at night and he's like let's watch a movie and i'm like what 
He's like, what's what? <laughs> He's looking at my shelf. Let's watch Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. I'm like, oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> like, very classic musical. One of the best. Stanley Donnan. Uh-huh. Um, Stanley Donnan. You can't go wrong with, wrong with uh, Stanley Donnan. We've already talked about him on the podcast before, but yeah. um, most people are really going to know Singing in the Rain. Um, but yeah. Seven, Seven Brides for Seven Brothers is his, in my opinion, like the, the the musical you should seek out first because Singing in the Rain is not going anywhere. That's the classic. No, sing, yeah, but but Seven sing, Brides sing the Rain. Seven Brides for Seven yeah. Brothers is just different. Right, right. Yeah, it's not. It, I don't think. I, I wouldn't say it's like your normal uh, movie musical. Um, but you see, this is just me judging from from what I had seen only once. I need to rewatch Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. Uh, like I said. But I mean, I think Stanley Donnan has done more musicals than he's done plenty of other musicals, I believe, right? Because Singing in the Rain was a co-directorial uh, effort between him and Gene Kelly. So uh, he's as, made, as far as I know, yeah. According to one line, he's made like ten. Oh boy, <laughs> he's made a lot. Yeah, there Which, we go. I just haven't seen them. I just haven't seen them except yeah. for Seven Brides and singing in the rain so stanley donnan is still a little bit i can't believe he's still kind of a blind spot for me so i've seen that and we've seen charade um yep you know but i need to get into more of stanley donnan's music wait hang on a second let me let me just look at because i might be wrong i may i might have seen more stanley donnan uh than i'm the ones we've already uh, talked about are the three i've seen (laughs) really yeah okay i'm going to watch Oh, I'm so stupid. I saw It's Always Fair Weather. So that's another Stanley Donnan. Okay. okay, never mind. I knew I was wrong. Okay. I will be watching um, Arabesque. I think that's how you pronounce it. Arabesque. Arabesque. Arabesque, I think. Uh, okay. uh, it's with Gregory Peck and Sophia Loren. So oh. it's like, I'm pretty sure it's like a, I don't think a James Bond ripoff, but it's definitely a spy thriller. Um, oh, that's going 19, on my watch list. 1966. Maybe we'll cover it on the freaking podcast. Maybe we will, man. Maybe we will. Gregory Peck and Sophia Loren. My goodness. But uh, not to, not to speak too much more about what I've seen because I do want to hear what you've seen. Um, maybe if if you haven't seen too many from our last recording, just whatever you've seen in the last month. Um, yeah. So a Zatoichi movie that I've been I I haven't watched him. All of them, mm-hmm. but I've, I've I I chose one that was very, uh, high, highly rated and highly regarded from fans and just everybody alike. Uh, Zatoichi oh. Challenge, which I think is the seventeenth one out of the twenty six film series, which is I need to watch that too. Zatoichi is good. Um, plenty of samurai. Uh, yeah. uh, Jedi, Jedi oh, oh, we're doing we're doing a samurai film um, in the next six months for sure. Hopefully sooner because there's so Hopefully. many out there. We're not going to cover yeah. any Akira Kurosawa because he everyone's covered in <laughs> a covered everyone's in the death. In. We got other people we got to cover. Um, exactly. Yeah. So Zatoichi yeah. Challenge is good. Uh, I watched Forty Eight Hours, the Walter Hill buddy cop <laughs> movie with Nick Nolte and and Eddie Murphy, which yeah, another great I, buddy cop. It's a lot better than I thought. I was I was going in with a low bar and was pleasantly surprised that Walter Hill just he has some good, really good movies I really enjoy, and then he has some really <laughs> big kind of stinkers. So 
That's amazing. See, uh, isn't it isn't it isn't it great though when when you when you go into a film with the low expectations and you just become surprised at the end. You're like, hey, actually, that was great. So so my barometer yeah. is when I'm watching a movie, and I'm like, I'm like, crap. I've been on my phone for the last like five minutes. I don't even know what happened. Like, <laughs> it didn't matter because the movie was probably not that good. Like, yeah, if I'm if right. I am that not into it. It's not. It's uh-huh. not good because, like, I'll put on a movie I've seen twenty times, and if it's really good, I am not being distracted. Like, I want to see everything. I, I love it or whatever. You know, like mm-hmm. ex- example, like Rio Bravo. I'm not. I'm not looking at my phone once during that, and it's like two no, and, no, and it's two and a half hours long. It's a long movie. I forgot that it was actually that long. I loved Rio Bravo. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. classic. I think it's the best western of all time, but maybe. Uh, I, I don't know. That, I think that movie's been covered a lot. We probably won't cover that. We should cover yeah, some, we another John that. Wayne movie because John Wayne's definitely one of my favorite actors. Yeah, um, definitely. definitely. We can do that. We can, eh, yeah, anything. We can cover a Clint if you want to. Oh, yeah. I've seen yeah. a lot of his movies. I've seen the most, yeah. most John Wayne, like 50-something, but I've seen 30-something Clint movies. Yeah. Oh, there, there is a, a film. Um, I don't know if I have access to it, but there was a young John Wayne. I think in a, a very early, it was a pre-code film with uh, Barbara Stanwyck. Oh, hey, there we go, name drop again. Um, Jeez, peasy. Yes, I know. <laughs> well, I well, problem, was it Desperados? Guys. No, no, it, it was Babyface. I think it was either Babyface or uh, he was really young. It was, I think this was before before he started Stagecoach. Um, but he was very young and it was a, it, it was an early pre-code film with Barbara Stanwyck and John Wayne was in it, I believe. But yeah, he, yeah, he was in a few movies with her. Um, I'm thinking of the movie with Marlene Dietrich. Uh, he oh. was, he wasn't babyface. I am, I think I'm thinking of Desperado. Marlene, Marlena Dietrich. Oh yeah. 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 That she's very notorious for being, oh, a, they, uh, they had an affair. Yeah. Her and John Wayne. Yeah. Yeah, I think I I thought it was uh, yeah. Well, she had affairs with pretty much all of her co-stars. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't... that woman was a, that woman was a snake. I think. <laughs> oh, she was a femme fatale for sure. No, yeah, she I'm was not... the... Desperados is a Glenn Ford movie. I think, oh, okay. I think off the top of my memory, I'm I remember I was remembering incorrectly. I was thinking of the spoilers, which is Marlene, Marlena Dietrich, Spoiler. Randolph Scott, and John Wayne has third build third billing. Randolph Scott, it's. Yeah, it's the only movie yeah. that I know of with somebody with Randolph Scott having a higher billing than John Wayne, and that movie's oh. really good. Um, for what for what it is, I I thought it was really good. Oh sweet, okay, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Okay, 1942 with Marlena Dietrich and a very young John Wayne, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean that's three years yeah. after Stagecoach, and he's still. Oh, I mean, she was she was a big deal. I mean, obviously a very beautiful lady and. Um, I remember watching Morocco with with her and, and Gary Cooper. And Gary Cooper, and I, I saw was, that too. I wasn't very impressed, but no, I wasn't. I wasn't into that as well. Uh, um, not not on my style. Yeah, had but, an affair with Gary Cooper that in during that film too. So, right, so yeah, her, I don't know. So Gary Cooper her. and John Wayne are Eskimo brothers. Yeah, I guess <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, I oh, I I think she got Jimmy Stewart too. She was, she was able to uh, entice Jimmy Stewart on the set of uh, what was the name of that film. Uh, I think it might have been a Criterion release too. 
but it's another western but um, yeah. destry rides again uh, that's the one yeah that's yeah the i've one. seen it it's okay it's not bad it's not um bad. But Marlena to, Dietrich, my yeah, she definitely <laughs> seems like a uh, attention whore. Not, but he's a total. Yeah. <laughs> um, so to not to, I'm gonna just name a couple other ones I've watched recently that I've enjoyed. I'm not gonna name the ones I didn't enjoy. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The funeral, sure. Juzo Itami, a, a Japanese movie. Might... Yeah. Uh, so he's a direct. I, I, he's a director of Tom Popo that most people know. Yeah, I love Tom Popo. <laughs> you seen it? Uh, yes, sir. Good deal. And uh, yeah, I hey, highly yeah. recommend Supermarket Woman. Tom Popo's fantastic. I highly, oh. I highly recommend his Supermarket Woman. It's really good. Oh, okay. Really okay. Funeral is pretty good. Um, movie about basically three days in a family's life where the patriarch dies and they're all burying him, you know, going through the whole, getting a casket. And, and it's just this, this, this director, I've seen three of his movies. He only made 11 um, until the Yakuza killed him. Literally. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. His uh, last movie he made was about Yakuza and they didn't like that. So they killed him. Uh, oh man late 90s too so like not that long ago i mean that long ago long ago but not that long ago um but this man he was an he was an actor but as a director he literally had an uncanny way of pulling out comedy in almost any situation even if it's supposed to be like sad or somber the guy Uh the guy will make you laugh uh highly recommend that movie it's on criterion channel and i think they have a type a Criterion Blu-ray Blu-ray as well. So, oh, all right. Another one I watched recently was Cop or Hood, which let's see how you say that in French. I don't think I'm gonna be able to say it. Um, That's okay. I won't be able to say it either. <laughs> yeah, flick ou voyou. Uh, it's a it's a uh, John Jean Paul Bamanda movie, which I've been trying. Oh. I've been trying to get into him He's recently. Great. He's really good. I really, yeah, he's. Great. I really enjoy his movies. Um, I own a few on Blu-ray, and um, a lot of his stuff. Kino Lorber has been releasing, so you can buy buy the Blu-rays of it. Oh boy! Um, highly recommend yeah. I, that movie. Was good, pretty good, but I mm-hmm. highly recommend the man from. Um, the man from Rio. The man from Rio. Yeah, yeah, I love that one. I haven't, I've seen, I haven't seen that one in uh, almost eight years at this point. Um, but I remember, I remember seeing that at my college movie theater. We screened it uh, for a friend before he uh, left, uh, left for home. And uh, that was, yeah, that, that's a great one. That, that, that's a really I good one. Highly recommend yeah. that one, and I highly recommend um, Cartouche or also known as uh, i think blood and oh swords of blood swords of blood he made a lot of movies with philip de Broca, which is a oh, okay. french filmmaker and that's one of yeah. them it's a swashbuck excuse me it's a swashbuckler swashbuckler movie it's <laughs> damn i need to drink a little drink of water um yeah <laughs> that's a good one and yeah. the last one i will men- well no there's two more i will mention that uh, two more movies, not not John Paul Bomondo, but um, just 
other movies that I just watched in the last couple of days. The Flame and the Arrow, which is, again, hard for me to say. For some reason, I can't get his last name, but it's Jacques Tourneur, Tourneur whatever the fuck his last name is. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. Well, what, what, Flame and the Arrow? Yeah. Is that, is that- the flame, the flame, and the arrow. But it's it's Jock's. Basically, he I think he went by Turner, and when he was over in America. Oh, okay. He made a lot of big movies, but uh, the Out of the Past would be one that you might know um, with uh, Robert Mitchum. But it's oh. a, another swashbuckler, actually. Funny enough, with uh, Burt Lancaster, Virginia Mayo. Ah, uh, Virginia uh, Mayo. I love her. Yeah, she's a good looking gal. Um, yeah. I know her from the best years of our lives, which you haven't seen yet, right? We uh, will be probably, co- I think we're going to cover that. My, like another William Wyler. Like, yeah, you got to watch that one. Well, we're doing like, <laughs> Big Country first, and then we might do that. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah, a, yeah. Uh, that deals with uh, World War II veterans. So we probably will do, it might be good to save that for around May timeframe. Yeah. 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 We can. Um, we can. Releasing it, recording it, we'll see. But, yeah, I might be going to Italy in May, so we'll see how that goes. Oh, that's gonna be great! Yeah. yeah. And the last movie I will leave you with, um, from a director I really, really, a lot of his movies I enjoy is Henry Hathaway. Um, I love Henry Hathaway too. Is Niagara with the nineteen fifty three? Niagara with Marilyn Mar- Monroe and yeah, Joseph Cotton, Gene Peters, uh-huh. Max Showalter, super super enjoyable film noir and it's the funny thing is a lot of people know film noir for its um you know shadows black and white um cinematography dark cynical again a dark and cynical movie but this movie is shot in i think technicolor i think and it's it's obviously in color and it is like when you think of color movies in the fifties, you think of widescreen because that was all just coming to fruition. It's still yeah. in the four three the four three aspect ratio format, the standard format. So it's yeah. like it's almost off putting. And uh, it's, it's like one 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 thirty three to one aspect yeah, ratio. Yeah, I call yeah. it four three yeah. one thirty three to one. Four same, three. same thing. Yeah. Right. So right, right, right. so that movie is interesting um, for that reason, but also. Um, what was I going to say? Holy poopy <laughs> brain fart. But regardless, no, no, highly recommend that movie. That was my first ever. I think I probably watched one Marilyn Monroe movie when I was younger. Oh, uh, but that's your first Marilyn Monroe. That's the huh? first one I've, I think I've seen, uh, you know, cover to cover, but, oh, okay. Okay. But really, it's a oh, what was I? Gonna, I remember what I was going to say about the movie. It's <laughs> yeah. the it's another one of these movies. Uh, it'd be perfect to have Chris on right now that people call a Hitchcockian movie not made by Hitchcock. There we go. I had a feeling. I had a feeling this was probably going to fit in that realm. So um, <laughs> yeah, so there's a lot of things. It like it is. There's a lot of things. There's like the 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 wrong man trope, and there's also a bell tower sequence. Five uh... five. Five years before Vertigo, like who's stealing from whom? <laughs> um, highly recommend that movie. It's obviously shot in Niagara Falls. Uh, I just, yeah. I went there in 2018 for my birthday. Um, nice. 
and nice. we did the whole boat, you know, get on the boat, go take the boat into the falls and all that. Very good time and kind of cool seeing something that you've seen in real life in a movie. Um, so yes, I've done enough talking. What have you seen recently? <laughs> and if, again, if you haven't seen it recently, just pull from like the last month. Yeah. Yeah. So recently, so after seven chances, I saw the verdict, which is a Sydney Lumet film. And honestly, you know, see like Sydney Lumet is, I mean, also a very uh, beloved director, but the, um, the films that he's made, they never really tickled my fancy. So, you know, and also I feel that his uh, filmography is a little bit on the, it's kind of a blind spot for me, but then again, you know, like I, there, I've seen, I think a good chunk. I've seen dog day afternoon and I've seen death, death trap. And I didn't really care for either of those movies. Um, I saw Serpico. Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen those. I, I have seen Serpico. I have seen the verdict, which I thought was pretty good. Have yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Have you seen Murder on the Orient Express? I have not. No. I mean, his, his was a, a remake of the old. Uh, I think it was a nineteen. That's a Carol Reed film, I think. Uh you're you're pulling from memory banks. I don't I don't have man. Uh, but you're probably no, okay. you're probably you're probably right. I think that yeah. movie. Yeah. Not to spoil anything, I'm not going to say anything. I think it's worth watching. I think it's pretty good. That's all I'm going to okay. say. And okay, I, okay. And I've seen obviously Twelve Angry Men, which, uh, again, when you see it for the first time and you think it's pretty good, but if you think about it, it might be problematic. But we don't need to get into the conversation. Really? Oh well, maybe yeah. Well, I, we can we can talk about that later. But I like don't that's, know, that, I, that 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 yeah. Be gone. No, I was gonna say I don't know anything about Dog Day Afternoon. I know a little bit about the network. Um, network is good. It's actually on my overrated seventies list that. Got a lot of heat on Letterbox. Uh, oh shoot! <laughs> I'm not saying the movies. I'm saying the movies overrated because just the the reputation. It might be a good movie. I just think it's overrated. Uh, even though I haven't uh-huh. seen it, how's that work? I, don't yeah, know. Yeah, I, I was going to say like you haven't seen it yet though. <laughs> well, I've seen Serpico, and that movie's trash. So, ooh, you think so? Oh yeah. Again, yeah. it's been like it's been like eight years, probably or a little bit longer since I've seen it. So yeah. I'd rewatch well, it one more time. Uh huh. I, I need I, to I, re- revisit it myself, but you know, any Pacino aficionado, I think would would love uh, Serpico. And you know, honestly, but between the two, I think I I don't really know. I think I, I might prefer Serpico over Dog Day Afternoon. I just I don't I don't re- for some reason I just don't care about something like Death Trap or Dog Day Afternoon. Death Trap has characters that are just frankly irredeemable, irredeemable characters. Like it's entertaining. Uh, they have entertaining aspects. But, you know, when you look at the motives, when you look at the uh, when you look at just what they're trying to do, uh, the subversion aspect of Death Death Trap, it just kind of leaves a bad taste in my mouth. And I'm not a fan of that. Network is sort of a a prescient film when it comes to uh, television today and media today and how they basically like to entice or take control of the viewers, you know, and I'm just I can go on and on about that movie. But, you know, that's what the movie is. And it, it was great. but. There hasn't really been a Sydney Lumet movie that has taken my attention until uh, The Verdict. And The Verdict is, it, it kind of has the makings of uh, a Frank Capra film where it's, you know, the individual against the opposition. 
against a, you know, very large, treacherous organization basically trying to take him down or trying to stop him from achieving a righteous uh, goal out of humility. So you take into account movies like, say, Meet John Doe or Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. The verdict fits in that realm, uh, written by David Mamet uh, as well, and, you know, starring Paul Newman. And he plays a he plays a down on his luck attorney who has become an ambulance chaser. Basically he used to be, he used to be a prominent lawyer. Well, a, a lawyer who was just, you know, getting up there and like actually um, making his reputation solid until something happens to him and he falls down on his luck and then he gets back up again. And, you know, his partner finds a, a pretty solid case that will, he sure will not go to court all that has to happen is a settlement and uh paul newman's character frank galvin will earn you know over 200 grand that'll basically keep him out of poverty and actually bring his legal practice up you know up to par with other uh lawyers in in the area so he could have done that easily but he decides when looking at the case to take it to court and actually run the risk of losing all of that money and you know it's uh it, it's actually a really fantastic story about you know one guy not choosing the easy way out and actually choosing the right pathway to um you know for justice to actually have an effect so another uh story kind of like uh the capra tales of the individual against the opposition and uh that is uh one of the latest uh, great movies that I saw and possibly might be my most favorite Sidney Lumet film. I don't know how I'm going to feel about 12 Angry Men, but the reason why I feel that Sidney Lumet's filmography is sort of a blind spot for me is mainly because I haven't seen 12 Angry Men, which seems to be the one film from Sidney Lumet that everybody talks about. So well, um, maybe at some point I'll, I'll watch that. Maybe, but at the moment, the verdict. Yeah. Maybe, yep. you're, maybe you're not going to be watching that next Maybe you're going to be watching a different Sydney Lumet movie first. Do <laughs> you think so? I think we should maybe consider covering Prince of the City. Okay. Oh, which, Prince of the City. I'm seeing that right here. Which is a cop movie from the early 80s that he directed, and it's three hours long. Oh, oh boy. Okay. <laughs> and it has, right. it has pretty high rating. So... Okay. It, it stars Treat Treat Williams. I'm not sure if you are familiar with him. I am aware of Treat Williams, but I have not seen or heard that name in a very long time. <laughs> yeah, so he's again in certain he's in certain stuff. Um, if you look at Letterbox, a lot of the stuff that he's quote unquote in is just like I think like bit roles, but. I think that I think Prince of the City is like his that's his that's his like best known role when he started, you know, you know, first billing. Um and I that's highly recommended to me. I haven't seen it yet and looks like Mr. Chris rated it a 10. He's seen it. He rated it a 10 out of 10. So Yeah, I I just saw that. I was just about to mention it. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. The, so that could be uh, that could be another film on the on, on the list there. That's yeah. a, to cover yeah so I, okay prince of the city um i was gonna say that i was at uh i was at barnes and noble uh 
uh, two nights ago. No, 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 actually last night. Okay, so my job requires me to travel a lot, so I'm sort of out of the loop on what day I'm in sometimes. But anyway, yeah, um, last night I was at Barnes & Noble trying to make, because um, Barnes & Noble's got the uh, Criterion sale going on, the half-off sale going on um till the 28th and i i did buy um a couple movies and uh, i did see 12 angry men there but you know maybe maybe uh before the month ends maybe i can snag it <laughs> maybe i can snag it well we'll see but um all right spending so, more money i see how it is <laughs> spending more money it's okay i got a good paycheck since i've been working way too much these past couple of months so uh, it's okay it's okay i got it but um but uh yeah so i mean i i saw uh, the verdict um and you liked it a lot uh, and I, I liked it a lot and I, I, so I, it's been a while yeah. but i did like it i i yeah, yeah, yeah. i think Sydney, I, mean, should I think he's per- yeah i think everyone should watch it it's paul newman i i think paul newman is a little overrated but there's obviously <laughs> some iconic roles he's done cool hand yeah. luke big one Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, of course, is uh, yeah. another one. Yeah, <laughs> don't like that. No, at I haven't all. seen that one in a long time. Uh, oh, you, you don't like you don't like like that one that much. Oh, it's ter- terrible western, in my opinion. Oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> I think if you're gonna watch a Paul Newman movie, yeah, and no, if you're gonna watch three Paul Newman movies and one of them is not The Verdict, you should watch The Color yeah. of Money. Mm-hmm. Which has uh, Mr. Tom Cruise in it. Oh, yeah. It's a sequel to the other... Uh, what's the other movie that, that it's a sequel to? Whatever. Watch The Color <laughs> of Money. You, you, I've seen it. You don't even need to watch the first one. Okay. Cool Hand Luke and The Sting. The Sting, okay. I think The Sting <laughs> is a much better Paul Newman and Robert Redford movie than Sundance Kid. Oh, and it's got right. Ro- it's got Robert Shaw in it as the bad guy. Come on. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Sounds good. Sounds but, good. Uh, that on that note, it's oh. getting late. Yeah. I think it should, be- and we just hit the two hour mark. Literally, just did. <laughs> we just did. Huh? Or well, I was gonna say two hours of recording. It's gonna be edited down a little bit, so very cl- very close to the two hour mark. Yeah. Very close. Very close. There is one movie that I saw, but we're going to be saving that for next time. And yes, sir. Uh, that, that is uh, William Wyler's sweeping epic, The Big Country from 1958. And that film is is, is fantastic. <laughs> yep. It's a fantastic we'll, film. We'll, uh, we'll get to the details on that once, yeah. once Chris gets back, which yep. hopefully is next week, but it won't matter because this these episodes are pre-recorded before we start releasing the podcast publicly. So That's it'll right. seem seamless. <laughs> it'll seem absolutely pristine. So, <laughs> all right. But yeah. All right. guys. Yeah. Those are the, uh, those are the films that we've seen and that's our whole spiel and rant over people. Yeah. I don't know what the, like I don't know what the, the title of this episode is going to be, but something with tangents or, wild card or mixed bag or riffing i don't freaking know we 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 did <laughs> hey, like that's the wild, pretty, card. The, the wild yeah. card episodes fitting right that's <laughs> pretty good that we can uh just talk about nothing 
and it still seems like something (laughs) pretty much pretty much hey that we found some substance in those topics so hey (laughs) but yeah guys that is the episode and we'll be searching more films later on to cover so and for you to see hopefully if you're into it or not to see because sometimes we'll (laughs) hey don't see this it's bad don't waste your time pretty much yeah we yeah. wasted our we wasted two hours watching it and two hours talking about it. You don't need to do any more. <laughs> um, All right, yeah, guys. No, it'll be. Uh, we'll see you back here and talking about the big country. Definitely. All right, people. We'll see you later. to the searchers podcast if you want to hear more of our thoughts on movies you can find us on letterboxd ben at giant 13 chris at ziglet underscore mer and me at kevin chan find us on spotify and apple podcasts and on searchers film until next time people